0: This show is the worst ever. <laughs> no wonder people don't want to help us out. They listen Put Manning to- back on. <laughs>
1: whoop Obama's behind. Whooping, whooping, whooping. Adam Curry. John C. Dvorak.
2: It's Sunday, January 15th, 2012. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, Episode 374. This
1: is No Agenda.
2: Molesting the mainstream media from Camp Mofo here in Austin, Texas, the capital of the drone star state. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from northern Silicon Valley, where we're coming down from the buzz of the Miss America contest, <laughs> I'm
2: John C. DeVorek.
0: It's
1: Crackpot and Buzzkill in the morning.
2: <laughs> you know, that's so funny, because I was uh, downstairs in the, in the Camp MoFo studios last night, and, uh, and I'm, I'm literally working on my homework, you know, the, the SOPA, PIPA, uh, open thing. Open and, I, and, I'm, yeah, and I'm plowing through documents. And then Mickey's texting me like, she's texting from upstairs, downstairs. She says like, oh my God, this is so amazing. This Miss America is too funny. She's like, never seen it before? I guess not. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like. It's hilarious. And, she, and she's texting like what they're saying, like, I almost swallowed a diamond. I don't know, all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm yeah, like, stupid. And, and, I, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm so happy. So I know John is watching and recording. It's a tradition here on the No Agenda show. It's, it really is a tradition. I did peek, though. I peeked uh, for a second at the uh, the question and answers, or I don't know, I may, maybe one of them. I guess five girls had to answer a question or something.
0: Yeah, and then they kicked five off. The way they were kicking people off was pretty cold-blooded, I thought. But, but, let, me t- uh, the- but let,
2: let me tell you, I mean, these girls, I mean, they're ready for Fox News. They're so good. Well, one of them was showing a lot of leg, and she wanted to be a broadcast
0: journalist The wanted to play the piano. They took some woman who played Dvorak's Fifth Symphony or, or New World Symphony. They, they drowned her out. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, because she can't play.
2: Oh, she was no good.
0: Okay. Yeah, she's pounding away on the piano. You can't hear a note, but she's showing a lot of leg.
2: Yeah, who cares about it? You don't need to sing. Just Show me your legs, girl. Well, first of all, in the morning to you there, uh,
0: Jean-Claude. In the morning to you, Adam Curry. In the morning to all ships at sea, boots on the ground, and uh, feet in the air.
2: Yes, in the morning to all the cruise ships, listing to one side. (laughs) And, of course, all of our uh, human resources in the chat room always here. We have a full quorum, noagendastream.com, noagendachat.net. Nice to have you guys here. Uh, They've always got our backs, John, just in case we mess up. They're always there to tell us what we're doing wrong. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. yeah, That's right. It's a tough job.
0: That's, keep, that's the modern uh, broadcast model. You have uh, instant feedback and uh, mistakes don't go very far. When you make one, it gets corrected in real time. You don't have to do mea culpas yeah. or
2: anything. Remember when, remember when we used to have, uh, the, what are they, um, phone lines? Yeah. <laughs> that's how we we'll call Line it. Line three. Hey, man, you're wrong. <laughs> what an antiquated system that was you'd be playing Light a record you. you're on you're on but not even that it's like you know in commercials hello and then hey man you were wrong what you just said oh okay
0: <laughs> whatever yeah most people are pretty cold-blooded about it too yeah no kidding well i can get you the miss america thing and get it out of the way if you want <laughs> Oh please, oh please,
2: indulge me, John. I have
0: one, two, three, four <laughs> clips. What? No, like-
2: you can I, I don't know if I can allow more than three Miss America. No, clips. These, these are worth it. Okay, uh, but let, <laughs> mainly
0: because one of the clips is more of a. Uh, there's two clips that are kind of. Can we just explain why we do this first? <sighs> I think it's just because it's easy uh, ridicule and uh and it's also we it's a, apparently it's a rigged competition you think and and you can also see the uh the political scene going on yes. i mean can, it's always reflected. It's like a, it's like the World Cup. You know, the team that's yeah. going to win is the team that's you know has no, some no, reason to
2: win. Is this another Donald uh, Trump production? No, no, no.
0: This is the old original one. This oh. is pre-Trump. Trump oh. does the Miss USA. Oh,
2: this is old school. Okay,
0: and then this is the one that has the talent competition, which Miss USA doesn't bother with. Oh, which is too and, bad. And a, I that's have the best. to say the bikinis on some of the at least two, especially Miss California, was <laughs> jaw dropping. Uh, I mean, these women had jaw dropping figures for oh. a change. Yeah. Okay. Except for the one. Woman. There's apparently some woman that weighed like 300 pounds and then she came into the competition. She lost like 250 pounds. She'll be the
2: spokesperson for Jenny Craig. She's now 50 pounds. Hey, so um, were there any uh, uh, contestants with. uh, Missing limbs or anything cool like that? No,
0: no, there no. wasn't anything like that. That'll they be next year. Okay. Let me just play you a couple of things that I thought were interesting to note. Okay. Miss California, who uh, had one of the most amazing figures in the competition, but she had other issues. <laughs> but she... Uh, what do you she, mean
2: they, she had issues?
0: What was wrong with her? In terms of <laughs> judging, she was too tan. She had a <laughs> square face. There's all these problems. Oh, this is so wrong. Square face. So, uh, but she—they had these women when they came on. I think during one of the sessions, they would they would talk over the music in the, the apparently some pre-recorded thing. Mm-hmm. And Miss California, who I guess is going to become a PR woman or something, which oh, is yeah. I think most of these uh, sure, women sure. track. Listen to what she says uh, with her little voiceover. You have to listen carefully because it's kind of drowned out by the music. But just listen to this.
3: Two more semifinalists to call, and one of them is.
4: Miss
5: California. No Something that we could America. do to make the Miss America program a little bit more edgy would be picking the right Miss America to know how to work with the media and play off of stories that are hot topics. So someone that's media savvy and knows how to manipulate the media. Oh, so this is, <laughs> Manipulate
2: the media? Did she actually say that? Yeah. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> you are so hired. <laughs> now, could she... Could we call Could we give her a different name? Can she dye her hair blonde? Can we put her on Russia today? The square uh, jaw might work. The square no, jaw there was,
0: thing. There were a couple, definitely a couple of Russia Today women on mm. the competition. Good, manipulate but, the media uh, with your legs. I love it. This is good. she's
2: good. She's smart. Awesome. Did well, she win? Got
0: to manipulate the media meme in there, but Dang. that's I think part of the reason she got kicked off because oh. it's a sh shh shh, shh, uh, uh, shh,
2: shh, Don't say it. Yeah, she, just
0: do it. She didn't win. Don't
2: say it. Just do it. Just manipulate. Don't talk. We, the first rule
0: about media manipulation. So, the woman who won was Miss Wisconsin, you know, and uh, really? I think it's Green Bay won the Super Bowl last oh, year. So, right. I mean, there's, I don't know what the connection is. Right. Or Wisconsin had the, the government. There's some political thing. She was the dumbest of the five that were at the end with the questions. Here, now, this is the Miss Wisconsin tell. You listen to her. And by the way, at the very end, they give it away that she's going to win, which I thought was like, wait a minute. I only heard it, by the way, on the audio. I didn't hear it when I was watching. I, I missed it. But, oh, sorry. Let me just say. Let me just set it up a little more. She she is asked a question, and I swear to God, i talked about not answering the question. She's she's the clear winner here.
3: Go. The first finalist to receive a question and have a chance to be Miss America is Miss Wisconsin,
6: Laura Kepler. Here, Miss Wisconsin. All right, let's find out which judge will be asking your question. It is Lara Spencer. The divide between Democrats and Republicans seems to be getting wider and nastier. Do you think Miss America should be free to declare her political affiliation? miss america represents everyone and so i think a message to the political candidates is that they represent everyone as well and so in these economic times we need to be looking forward to what america needs and i think miss america needs to represent all
3: thank you miss wisconsin
6: Good luck.
3: now you can go change for the crowning ceremony which is coming up next oh
2: you can go change for the crowning ceremony yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow! What an idiot! Excuse me, I'm sorry yeah. I said that. <laughs> what an idiot! Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile,
0: she says in the economics, she doesn't answer the question. No, she just no. blathers. Is she, now, did,
2: wait a minute, was this on ABC?
0: I believe it may oh, have been. Yeah, yeah, of
2: course. All right, gotcha. All right. Yeah, so it's even worse.
0: So the one that should have won was Miss New York. She was pretty
2: very that, That's pretty. what Mickey said. She said she was rooting for Miss New York. She thought Well, she, she was, was great. the
0: prettiest. She had a girl not the prettiest, but she was one of the top pretty girls and she had a nice figure. She had great personality. She's a little bit of a fast She talker. looked a little short to me. Miss Oklahoma was the shorty. Oh. And she also could have won. She was like the just some people
2: move on. I'm you're They're not going to pick a short woman. <laughs> you're killing me. Let's get out. Let's so Miss New this York. Up. I just want to play this.
0: Miss New York. <laughs> Actually, answers. There's only time in history I've ever seen one of these women answer one of these questions somewhat intelligently and concisely. And that, as soon as she did, I said, She's done. They do not need some smart ass woman <laughs> who maybe is sharp and can tell them to screw themselves. That she's, she was too on the ball.
7: The fourth of five questions will be for Miss New York, Caitlin Monty. Caitlin, come on
8: over.
6: Congratulations, Caitlin. Okay, the judge that will be asking your question, Terry Polo. The Occupy Wall Street movement became a national story in 2011 with thousands of Americans protesting that 1% of the population controls 99% of the wealth. Do the protesters have a point and what should be done? I think what the Occupy Wall Street movement did was bring discourse into the political campaigns going on now, and it has changed how things are going to go. But the thing about Occupy Wall Street is if they're going to come up and complain about a problem, they have to come up with some solutions, too. You can't just say that there's a problem without trying to troubleshoot. So it's up to them to push to try to come up with some solutions to go with it. But they had every right to do that.
2: Thank you, Miss New York. It would have been better if she went. Mike, check. That would have been great. And the whole audience, mic check. Now that
0: would have been funny. Not one. <laughs> there's, there was one woman who had a sense of humor, but nobody else seemed to. Now the final thing I had. By the way, the, the, her answer was. Took her out. Because you know, people she was- have
2: to understand. It's very important that the this is actually the best show to to watch to show how manipulated the American public is. If people are wondering why are they doing, why are you doing this why are you talking about, this? why are we you to this crap, this is very That's important.
0: Exactly the voice of the people who do not like this segment. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> exactly it.
2: All right, finish it up. once a year. Give us a break. Really, bring us home, baby.
0: Okay, so here's the last one. This is a douchebag judge. He is, they, they just did the the bathing suit competition with these women that are just got, and all they did was walk up and down at these really outrageous figures, and uh, better than years past. Mm. And they, they asked this guy what he's looking for. This is a simple question. What are you looking for when you look at a woman with, walking up and down <laughs> in a bathing suit?
6: Mark, I couldn't help but notice how intense you were during that competition. Aside from a future wife, what are you looking
9: for in the swimsuit category? Um, I think for me, I'm just looking for an all rounder, someone who's um, you know relatable, fun, confident, you know, knows what's going on with current events, and you know, who's also beautiful, kind, and has a good heart. That's what I'm. looking for. I'm
6: glad for. I don't have your job tonight. Yeah. Good
9: luck. Right, four eight, flat head, big ears. Come
2: on, what's he talking about? Everyone. He, he says he's looking for somebody who knows about current affairs, and he's watching
0: <laughs> him go. What, what is he talking about?
2: <laughs> what a dick
0: he's like he's watching why what are you looking for in a bathing suit i'm looking for a woman who's good in current affairs
10: what
2: (laughs) this is so stupid it's so i'm done i'm done it is so degrading it really (laughs) is so incredibly low And, and, and we're and we're upset about marines pissing on taliban are you kidding me this this insulted every single woman in the on the planet
0: well, I think most of them, like, Mickey got a kick out of it because it's so stupid. I will play. I got one more thing, which was an ad that played during this thing. Uh-huh. And I, this is a little, this changes the subject. Because this, to me, I just caught this meme, and I'm thinking, after the Super Bowl, after every Super Bowl, they, they take the quarterback and he says, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm, going, after to, the I'm game, going to
2: Disneyland, right.
0: I'm going to Disneyland, or I'm going to Disney World if it was placed in Florida. Right. right. So some, I, I just here's what I envision. Some douchebag marketing guy got into the company.
5: Disney parks are absolutely the place to create lasting memories. This is my first time in Disney and I'm never gonna forget this moment.
6: My favorite thing to do is to walk around. I just love seeing everything. I absolutely loved meeting the princesses and having fun on the rides. I think we're all taking home precious memories. Oh my goodness, I don't think there's any other way to describe Disney than magical. I hope I can come back to Disney as soon as possible and with my entire family.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, well, Disney. it's, it's ABC. It's no, no, I'm just saying, but when did they change it from Disneyland to oh, Disney? Oh, to Disney. Oh, okay, good point. Ah, yes. It's branding. It's a branding exercise.
0: Yeah, it's a total branding yeah. exercise yeah. that I think stinks. Yeah. I don't want it. What, Disney? I'm going to Disney. Oh, what well, you're going to the, what, are you going to work for on a movie set? <laughs> you go, you're working for ABC now? What do you mean you're going to Disney? But this is a douchebag Disney. marketing guy. Yeah. Yeah. Game is. The problem is. Had a meeting. You Go in there. The girl says she's going to Disneyland. What is somebody in Florida going to think?
2: Yeah. They're pissed off. We need we they're need to broaden this. World. It's
0: a different name. It's a different brand.
2: <laughs> all right. So, John, while uh, you were doing all the hard work. Yep. I was just goofing off uh, reading legislation. I figured uh you love reading legislation. I do. It's uh you know, it's crazy. I, I don't it's I I'm, I think I'm good at it. Well, you're getting better. Yeah. So, um you gave me some homework because we uh, we looked at uh, the Stop Online Piracy Act. We look at the Protection of Internet uh, Intellectual Property Act. Um, which uh, are essentially uh, identical bar it that uh, SOPA has a whole bunch of extra stuff in there about uh uh, f- uh fake military parts and uh fake drugs and badges badges with brands on it uh but they but they both of them kind of want to mess around with the uh with dns and uh so your thinking which i think was 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 a pretty good lead was that maybe this was all to create a smoke screen for open which is the um uh, Derral Isa bill. Yes, it's the Online Protection and Enforcement Digital Trade Act. So I pulled that up, uh, which I don't think has actually been submitted. It, it appears to only be in draft form, and uh, so so I looked at that and uh, and I'm going through it. I'm like, you know, this is actually not too bad. It's uh, it, it, again a lot of the same language. Uh, all and it all refers to. Uh, uh, Lanham Act stuff and you know very very typical, but it doesn't have the pu- the punitive measures in there. Uh, the so there's nothing about DNS jiggling. Um, there is uh, the the same provisions about uh, stopping, and it's all it's all basically about uh, domain names that are registered outside of the United States. That's what that's what all of this is really about, so-called, right? But of course, if you have a Bitly. URL or .ly, you're registered in Libya, so it would it would pertain to you as well. Um, and in uh, in 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 the case of Open, they're essentially saying, well, um, we need to have a uh, you know a, a very traditional uh, course. Uh, if there's a dispute, uh, you have what's called a I think a three seven seven judge, which is a uh, or maybe a three three seven judge, which is a very traditional copyright. Uh, or trademark uh, process uh, if they they will go and stop uh, you know if you're if you're selling goods to Americans and they can stop PayPal for instance from uh, with a cease and desist order uh, from uh, processing payments and advertising can also be stopped and nothing about DNS and actually I kind of liked open because uh, it has a provision in there where you have to deposit a bond if you're going to go after someone so you can't have frivolous uh, you know, just like people walking around saying, "Hey, get him off." So you have to. It, it doesn't say how high the bond ha- it has to be, but at least it's a good start. And I'm like, "Well, this this doesn't make any sense. How can our government actually be doing something right? This this can't this can't be good." So so I'm digging deeper. I'm like, "Somewhere we're missing something. We're missing something, ah. right?" And this it's got to be so blatantly clear that we're just idiots for not seeing it. That's the way it would work. Yeah. So um, the first clue came to me from, um, let's see, the uh, the Obama administration released, um, here we go, um, you know, we had that, that we the people petition thing, you know, where you can go online, and you can say, hey, you know, how, how about making, well, of course, everyone has gone online and said, let's make marijuana legal, and they come back with some bullcrap response. So, um, on the 14th, which was yesterday... Obama administration responded to the "We the People" petitions on SOPA and online piracy, and uh, this is um, an answer which comes from uh, Anish Chopra, who was our uh, chief technology officer and assistant to the president, uh, along with uh, Howard Schmidt, who was a special assistant to the president on cybersecurity, and oh, he's a cybersecurity coordinator for the national security staff, and Victoria Espinel, who is. Uh, the intellectual property enforcement coordinator. So these are the people who uh, have the president's ear, so to speak. And I'm reading through this, and um, I'll just read a little bit of it, because this is where I started to get my first clues. Uh, So, you know, uh, blah, 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 combat, online piracy, very important. We must avoid creating new cybersecurity risks or disrupting the underlying architecture of the Internet. Proposed laws must not tamper with the technical architecture of the Internet through manipulation of the domain name system. I'm like, wow, well, okay, that's pretty good. And then they actually write here, let us be clear, dash, dash. Online piracy is a real problem that harms the American economy, threatens jobs, blah, 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 blah. This is just not a matter for legislation. We expect and encourage all private parties, including both content creators and internet platform providers, working together to adopt voluntary measures and best practices to reduce online piracy. So I'm like, okay, so... It looks like uh, they're way against the DNS thing. And I've been looking into DNS extensively. You know, uh, have you ever heard of Open Nick? You ever heard of those guys?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they've been
2: around for a while. Yeah, it's very cool. I mean, there's also one before them called Alter Nick. Right. And it's very cool because, you know, it's just a perception that we have to go through these uh, root domain name servers. If we all said, hey, tomorrow we'll do a different service that isn't run by, and here it comes, ICANN, the Internet Corporation for a same, uh, Internet Corporation authority assigned names, I believe, um, you know, then we could just change to something else. But, of course, you know, that would take uh, an effort for the entire world to change their DNS servers in there. Yeah, you'd have to do a lookup on (coughs) these other Service, well, no, no, no. no, you, no. Could, you could
0: do a double lookup that's not a big deal. Right
2: but I mean you just need to change one piece of configuration but you know the world is not set up that way anymore. That's never going to happen. Right. So uh, I'm looking around I'm like we're missing something we're missing something we're missing something and then all of a sudden bada bing um, at this very moment just announced ICANN is releasing um a new capability for new generic top level domains so what this means that is that in addition to .com .net .org and then we have uh you know the .cc and then we have the international domain names uh and .info and .mobi and all of this stuff now any anybody can essentially register a generic top level domain so we could have .noagenda and, uh, that, so uh, I, my website would be adam.noagenda and your website would be john.noagenda. And, and we could register, uh, domain names and sell them or do whatever we want. If we are in possession of $185,000. Right. Because this that has been, uh, was proposed in the last year and
0: it's going to be, begin implementation in the next few weeks.
2: Right. So, well, it's now, it's now open. So in April they start, but it's now open. So I uh, go to and the... And by, by the way,
0: it's only open for suggestion. You got to give them $185,000, and then if they say, you that's
2: just the vetting process. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah,
0: then you're out at $185,000.
2: There's no return of your money. Correct. You can get financial aid, though, and then it only costs 45000 which is a deal. It's a steal with this financial aid package they put together. So I'm like, huh, okay, maybe maybe we're looking in the wrong place. Maybe it was over here looking at all this stuff while well, something else is happening. And so I'm looking into ICANN a little bit, and, and and I'm looking through the new rule book. Did you know, by the way, that uh, ICANN, um, which they is, say is not for profit, but please, uh, is run by a g- guy named Rod Beckstrom. Do you know this guy, Rod Beckstrom? No. Okay. Well, he previously... Yeah,
0: sur- I, I can't say that for sure. I may have met him, but I don't... Well, off
2: the top of my head. He, you know, he's one of these guys, he's like... He he would have run uh, a a dot com company in the bubble. That's what he looks like. But he served previously as the director of the National Cybersecurity Center. So this guy is a shill. You know, this is this is uh, an office within the Department of Homeland Security. So now I'm like, oh, okay, you have my interest. And he appeared on PBS. In a, a very long, a long piece, actually, 10 minutes, I just clipped a little bit, which is what gave me the clue as to what we've been missing, along with a guy from uh, the Coalition for Responsible Internet Domain Oversight, which is some bullcrap advertising uh, organization, because, of course, the, another smoke screen that's being thrown up is, oh, this is really bad because now I'll we'll have all these cyber squatters will come in and register .nike. Yeah. For $185,000, I'm going to come in and register .Nike and try and cyber squat. And so that's bull crap. But something comes up in the conversation, and it's not Beckstrom, but it's the other guy who says something. And when I, when I heard that, I went, okay, I've got it. Possible.
11: And Dan Jaffe, isn't that $185,000 price tag discourage squatters where you could have bought a, a, dona- a domain name pretty cheaply once upon a time? That's pretty high table stakes for somebody who wants to buy it on spec
4: uh... it is certainly something that raises uh... uh the cost uh, and in fact top-level domain uh... sellers have said that if you want a top-level domain that in fact you might need up to eight hundred uh... thousand dollars to a million dollars at minimum uh... for all of the various uh, costs uh... that would be involved and that would have nothing to do with the situation where you would have an auction where people are uh... fighting over a name which can go into the multi uh... millions of dollars but there is uh a group called Credo, the Coalition for Responsible Internet Domain Oversight, which represents 161 uh, associations, groups, and companies that are opposing this rollout as premature, uh, who all believe that this is going to create major pressures on companies to do defensive registration or dramatically increase the amount of... uh, tracking that they will have to do of the Internet and cost them millions of dollars in that regard, and they have strongly said that it would be premature to roll this out at this time. And another point that's very significant is there are substantial holes in the system uh, that have been pointed out by the Federal Trade Commission, uh, by other uh, police organizations around the world, by the inter-agency uh, 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 organizations like... What kind of holes do you mean? Just so we know very, what we Very, very serious situations where if you start... One of the protections that's been built into the system, or alleged protections that's been built into the system, is something called a thicker who is uh, approach, which would s- give you more information, supposedly, about who actually owns an IP address, an internet uh, address. Okay, this
2: is the thicker who, has, who is system. Have you heard of this term, John? Never. So currently, you can go in and you can register a domain name and you can do it in several ways. You can basically say, my name's Dan Dildo and my number is 555-555-555 and uh, it'll register that way. Or if you want, you can register uh, for an additional fee and that'll be through a privacy system. But it's, you can still put Dan Dildo in there. The thicker do- uh, who is system will be a requirement of all of these new generic top-level domain systems. And... Um, uh, here it is. ICANN uh, will have the RAA. This is the, the registration uh, uh, authentication authority to incorporate for the first time registrar commitments to verify who is data. So instead of you just going in and registering a domain and just putting down whatever uh, information, it could be PayPal or whatever you want to pay for it, you will have to verify yourself and all of your information will have to be correct and it will be checked At multiple levels. So the registrars will be checked uh, by ICANN to verify that you are who you say you are. So uh, I went back and I saw in the uh, uh, on the the cybersecurity uh, document that the uh, uh, Obama administration put out uh, under domain name, news and opinion. In this future, individuals and businesses can quickly and easily obtain the tools necessary to set up their own presence online. Domain names and addresses are available, secure, and properly maintained without onerous licenses or unreasonable disclosures of personal information. So this whole SOPA, PIPA, open thing is a smokescreen because what is happening is you will now be required by law to verify when you register a domain name, including international domain names. So th- what is going to happen is the dot coms and the dot nets will be deprecated and they will either have to comply with the thicker who is system. Or they'll have to go away so that everyone's going to comply. So, you no is longer
0: this, is, this, is this post facto? Does everyone who currently has a domain name have to comply within a period of time
2: for the not, uh, yet. not yet? So th- I think this is step one is uh, uh, every new domain that you register under. And there'll be a lot of cool ones. I mean, you know, you'll have uh, all kinds of you know, new opportunities to register. You'll have to do it now. So it is a complete overhaul so of the registration a, a, a system.
0: Uh, this is yes. a uh, national ID card
2: system yes, yes.
0: incorporated into a law that is, looks like something about IP when it's really about getting, getting people to finally cough up who they really are. Correct.
2: And no one is looking at this. No, I've never even thought about something. That's crazy, crazy talk. And uh, here, registrars will be obliged to vet registrants. Who is details for accuracy? ICANN will be obliged to vet registrars. Proxy privacy services would continue, but police will have a single global agreement that ICANN would sign with registries and registrars modeling on the existing RAA contract. Such an agreement would make it easier for police to quickly have sites taken down based on breaches in the terms and conditions. So that's how it's going to work. It's not about messing up the DNS. That was just a red herring. This is about you having to register and prove who you are. Otherwise, you can't get a domain name. You, if, if you get a subdomain of something else, tough crap. Those guys will take down the whole site based upon who they know uh, is on the other end of that server. This is all they ever wanted. And ICANN is playing right into it. And frankly, it's disgusting. And who who died and made the American government boss? <laughs> well, that happened a while back. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. So so all of this is it's moot, and no one. I've I've looked all over. I've been trying to find news articles. No one is talking about the thick whois system except in the actual documents of, of ICANN, where they've had studies, and it's all well. Everyone agrees that's a good idea. We should just uh, make it so you have to authenticate. And so yeah, it, it sounds it, fine. Yeah. So that, so that's what it is. On top of that, I will say it's pretty obvious that when you have one of the biggest uh, sites uh, like uh, Reddit... Uh, where typically people talk about uh, the National Defense Authorization Act, droning American civilians about all the bullcrap and lies that go on. When you shut down that site to distract it so people can watch some stupid hearing, which is moot because it's all happening in the background somewhere else, that's pretty obvious why that's taking place. Just to distract everyone so you don't talk about the real issues.
0: Well, that's... Well... If I were you, and you were me, with this, you would say to me, "Duh,
2: yeah,
1: don't <laughs> or, look over here. Nothing to see here. Ooh, look at that."
2: So we can stop. You 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 write a column about it, John, because
0: the yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. If you get me, just give me that subsection, and then I can. Uh, yeah, it's obvious what's going on. That's pretty good. I like it. I just look for the thick. Who- I knew is. you'd find something. You, and I, it, it's funny the way you operate because I can just see that. You couldn't find anything right away, so you started scrambling. You started flailing like you know someone. Yeah, like in my arm, my oh, oh, man,
2: oh no, oh, no, I can't believe it. I have to show up tomorrow with something worthwhile. This is no good. I got nothing. And then I still wonder why I do it. Uh, I it
0: could be actually even more in there, but I think that's probably no, the key. no, no. I think you're right. But they've been talking about trying. You know, there's been a it's been a complaint and law enforcement again. You know, they just do anything they can so they don't have to do any work. And heaven forbid they'd have to do some research... And, you know, and there's a lot of paperwork involved. You've got to go to a judge to get somebody to crack open one of these private private deals where, you know, somebody's put their domain up. And, no, no, you know, it'll
2: be real easy. Hey, it's authenticated. We, you're going to have to, like, show some government ID. You're going to have – there's all these different rules for verification of who you are. And there's protocols, right? There's all these RFCs. And, it, and that was – it gets into a lot of technical detail, but it's very similar to the domain lock system, which is the extensions uh, well, you know, to the registrar yeah, process. Yeah, I can b- point out something else
0: that that's always a possibility of happening too, since you brought this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do have a very long clip about this, which is actually three clips in one uh, discussing uh, the fact that do we have essentially a Jim Crow system where we're... Uh, Ron Paul talks about this constantly, that black people have been incarcerated for minor drug offenses.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, there's a book out that discusses some of the privileges that are taken away from people. I would to also believe that felons will not be allowed to own a don- domain name. Oh,
2: good point. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to get much worse. And by the way, this is not tomorrow. It's a very carefully thought out process because, you know, because very sign um, doesn't want to move to the thick who is system right away because, you know, they then they it's would money. Have, well, they'd have to go back and then they they want to do it properly. They want to charge everybody. so But they have to go back and basically everyone then has to verify and authenticate for the domain names you have. Can you imagine? We have like 900 uh, pointing to our website. We're going to lose a lot of them. People will be like, eh, I don't think I want anyone to know who I am. So those will just drop by the wayside. So they don't want to do that until they have a simple, slick way for, for, people to uh, to basically go along with the system. So first it'll be the generic level top domain names. Then they're going to force VeriSign to do it or VeriSign or all those domain names will be deprecated and we'll get some kind of lower priority. You watch. It's, it's a very obvious system. Yeah, it's all part of the same old, uh, you know, yeah, marching, by, by the way, the fascism
0: qu- marching <clears throat>
2: ahead question in the chat room. Yes, this will apply to international domain names as well. Yes. IDNs, as they're called. I I'm, I've read up on this. You can tell. Ding ding ding! You know. Yeah,
0: more cheerful news here from the No Agenda show. We do have some executive producers to thank.
2: <laughs> Only a few. I feel like I saw the spreadsheet this morning. I'm like, really? I was up until yeah, one thirty doing holiday this? Hey, Thanks a lot. Oh, is that it?
0: Uh, so here we go. We got uh, one executive, produ- two executive producers, and an associate, and then we have pretty much nobody helping us this week. And I wanted to uh, urge people to uh, reconsider. Martin Anderson in Copenhagen. $425 is my donation plan for the new year. Share my hookers and blow with a matching donation and no agenda show. And the hookers All prices right. are going up too, so that's a good thing for us. The best podcast in the universe. I tried in December and liked it so much that I'm back for more. May you enjoy this donation matching my Christmas and New Year's entertainment. And that I, I guess yeah. it makes him a night
2: today. Yes, it does. Oh, that, well, that's a very sweet of him. It's nice to have someone come in and save some of the day.
0: Yeah, Andrew in Reston, Virginia, is another one. Came in at three, two, one. I was wearing my human resource shirt the other day, and after helping out a stranger, I was walking away. They said, "Thank you, human resource man." <laughs>
2: that, that's a whole new shirt, human resource man. Yeah. Human
0: resource man. I took it as a sign to donate and gave you back some taxpayer dollars filtered through the major defense contracting companies in Northern Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to picking up, but don't worry, we'll print more shirt next.
2: Yeah. It was, so basically, our tax dollars are coming back to us in a roundabout yeah, that's way. The way to go! Please yeah.
0: give me a d douching and a shard of karma. A shot of karma. Keep up the great work. Awesome. That's <laughs> very very cool.
12: You've been de douche. You've got karma.
0: Very cool. Very well, cool. Is the, is the human resource one of the no agenda nation t
2: shirts? I don't human think resource? so. I don't think so. Uh, let me see. No agenda nation. Oh, human resource. I think we should have. A, well, we should have human. I think
0: maybe he does have something that says human resource because I think I saw it on one of his. Eric put it on one of his kids. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he's got the kids dressed up. And he put this put it on one of his kids. <laughs> Andrew, something cuter than like a two-year-old wearing one of these
2: T-shirts. Well, that's what I. I don't see it here. Because Andrew Seuss,
0: Melton, South Victoria, two hundred dollars—a donation from Andrew Seuss and Kaiser Soucey. It's Susay. Please douche my brother Patrick. Wow, hell I, have I it? Hold on, yeah. He has now reduced his cable service and proclaimed no agenda is the only media worth listening to. I demand he pay a hundred dollars <laughs> to the, to be deduced the, the judge, the court of popular
2: opinion, says we agree. <laughs>
0: And that will be our associate (laughs) executive producer, Andrew Souset. So, um, and uh, we have the other two. That's all we ended up with today with uh, noagendashow.com. Please go there, hit the donate button, dvorak.org slash na, channel dvorak.com slash na and
2: noagendanation.com.
7: org slash
2: na. do have uh, two brief, uh oh, by the way, donating is loving. And uh, that is some real love we got from uh, Martin and Andrew. Coming I think donating in. is love. Donating is love. Just love me. I want to be loved. <laughs> you do. Uh, so a PR associate. A uh, couple things
0: here. We got he uh, paid for reading these bills. And that is an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen, that in and, and, uh, that open act deconstruction, you will not hear anywhere else. No,
2: no you're not going to hear it until all of a sudden you try to register uh, poop dot com and it'll be like, would you please verify who you are? You're we need the to poop list. He's doomed. into, Just your, into, your, into your 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 government document, I.D. number. What's your passport number? You watch. It's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Passport. Social security number for sure.
2: I. uh I registered Adam. Uh, Adam.geek on uh open Nick. Thought that was kind of cool. I've been messing around with DNS. I mean, we have our own no agenda DNS server. Anyway, I digress. Uh RonpaulsavesTheWorld dot com is now forwarding to noagendashow.com. That's great. Uh although I think we should probably have that forward to uh Ronpaul2012.com. Um Yeah, let's read the I think we should. I think that would be by the way. Did you see that uh, that blog post on the Daily Paul? Oh, the one that talked about you? What, it talked about me? Shall I read you the headline? Talked about me. The headline. Adam Curry is a horrible person for ever suggesting <laughs> Doug Weed was anything other than awesome. And the funny thing is, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. I like that headline. Yeah, but you're not mentioned anywhere in the article, and you're the one that was actually saying he could be a shill. And like, what am I? I'm like the I'm like the heat deflector. That is so unfair, <laughs> jury. That is so unfair.
0: And by the way, that guy shows up in 2008 during the Ron Paul campaign. Back then, too. So he's probably he's been around for a while. Yeah, but
2: it hurt me. You know, you, know what, you know what hurt me the most? You, a, you lapped it up. No. Here's what I don't like. So, you know, first of all, I only asked a question, only out of the goodness of my heart, yeah. just like I hope this guy's okay, you know, and he's not in there to muck it up, which I think is a very fair question. Yeah. And the very things we defend Ron Paul on, like the media calling him a kook and old and a codger and wacky. All these Ron Paul people are calling me conspiracy, nut, kook, wacky, <laughs> washed-up VJ. I'm like, that hurts, man. Washed-up. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Washed-up MTV VJ who gives a crap about him. Yeah, that hurts. I'll be honest. Yeah, well, I would find it offensive. It's very offensive. Anyway. But I, they did put a link to the
0: show. Yeah, that's good. So welcome. We probably man. have a couple new listeners that are yeah. Ron Paul they,
2: they came in, they listened to the show like... What is this crap about the Amer- Miss America pageant? What is this crap show? No wonder he's a washed-up yeah. VJ. You're talking about talking. About, and by the way, it'll be Adam Curry was talking about Miss America pageant, not yeah, John he's, C. you oh,
0: obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> obsessed.
2: Oh, okay. Obsessed douchebag. Anyway, I, I I got two emails uh, from people who uh, I respect highly on the inside. I and I'm not allowed to tell you who they are because it would be highly inappropriate the information they uh, they sent me, but uh extrapolating from this um doug weed uh is a good guy but more importantly and this is what i was kind of hoping he has uh very deep ties to a lot of big religious money and so i'm happy i don't care how ron paul gets the money as long as he gets lots of it because you need it it's crazy you know, just to get the signatures for South Carolina, it costs like $100,000 if you don't have a, a, a grassroots campaign, obviously. But just the It's like it's expensive to become president. No wonder Obama oh, yeah. needs a billion. So I'm happy. I'm happy Doug Weed is in. Uh, I'm just always on the watch for anybody and everything. You know, it's, it's not a bad thing. Um, besides uh, that, we... Got an email this morning, and I've actually put these uh, pictures in the show notes at three seven four dot na show notes dot com. Not really a No Agenda PR initiative, but it's so cool. It's from uh, um, he doesn't want me to mention his name for some obvious reasons because he will go to jail. Uh, but he's our knight, uh, one of the the guy we knighted on the spot in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, at the uh, uh at the No Agenda the Hot Pockets tour meetup. Okay. Says, uh, Adam and John, as a result of your continuous reportage on domestic drone activity and the overwhelming ignorance of the general public, uh, the general public possesses regarding drones, I felt obligated as an artist and the one who propagates memes set forth by the No Agenda Roundtable to try and help uh, raise awareness on the subject. And what better way uh, than to use the instrument of fear just as our evil overlords do to enslave us? I fabricated real street signs. That pose as official NYPD warnings of the impending drone surveillance and <laughs> imminent use of force. Have you seen these signs? Did you see the pictures? I got ex- I got the
0: CC, uh, but I didn't. But the pictures weren't attached, so you oh, have to send them to me. Oh
2: my god! Okay, so well, they're in the show notes. I'll just uh, read it. So they're, they're actual metal signs, and he's posted them. Which on- we can all have made, by the way. In yeah. fact, there's one of these sign makers down the street from me. So he has... uh, So there's one... It's underneath a no parking anytime sign. And it it says, attention, authorized drone strike zone, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., including Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) And he has another one. Uh, Yeah, it's very funny. Local statutes enforced by drones. Uh, let's see. What's the next one here? Yeah. These are great drone activity and progress. And it's all has NYPD on it, which is hilarious. Yeah, authorized drone strike zone. And then he has, but he's very smart because he has the sign and then on a wall behind it, he'll have like a beautiful, um, uh, statement from, you know, from either the constitution or one of our founding fathers, so you see, in the foreground, authorized drone strike zone, and then in the background, Constitution of government once changed from freedom can never be restored. Liberty once lost is lost forever. And it's it's it's, it's art. It's it's like Banksy style. It's really yeah, it's really good. Stuff. Really really good
0: in I, terms of conceptual
2: conceptual performance yeah. art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really really good, and I'm very proud of what uh, I like what, it. What, I'm proud of what I, was I'd inspired. Yeah. Like
0: what was the drone? What was the last one you mentioned? The drone uh, drone surveillance area or something. What was it? I just closed the file. Oh, that's okay, never mind. I'll look at them later. But I think this would these would be worth the
2: I wouldn't mind having a couple of those signs and putting them somewhere. Oh absolutely. They're beautiful. I'm just trying to think what was the uh the last one I mentioned? The drone strike zone or authorized drones at strike zone, eight A. M. to eight PM including Sunday?
0: No, it was the last one. That was the first one.
2: Um let me see. Oh, hold on I can Bring it up here drone activity in progress yeah <laughs> no uh, local statutes enforced by drone i think that's my i favorite. like that one too yeah actually i like them all <laughs> but the <Local> uh, statutes <laughs> i'm proud you know i don't that's love that's uh that's better than donations really to have that happen that really you know hey you and i'll be on the street uh, with a with a sign But at least people will be waking up, so I think that's cool. Not until the drones nail us. Exactly. Hey, everybody else, you can go out and do something else. If you can't draw a street sign, you can propagate the formula. (laughs) Our Our formula is this.
1: We go out, we hit people in the mouth.
10: New.
1: World. Order. You got the t-shirt. Shut up,
2: slaves. Oh, there's so much going on. I'm glad you all showed up for today's show because we got a we got a zinger. We got a real zinger. So we did
0: catch a meme uh-huh. that somebody suggested that we look at. Got a got a mail in the morning. Recorded the show Bones
2: on Fox. Mm-hmm. What is this and, show? I've not seen this show. Is this a doctor show?
0: Yeah, but it's different. than this is about a. Uh, woman who is the pathologist at a, you know, like a coroner type person, mm-hmm. but she has uh, Asperger's. But so she's kind of like uh, nutty. She, well, she's very focused and she's got right. no, she's got no, she's got no personality basically. And she, she has no sex. And no, she's, she's pregnant as a matter of fact. Oh really? the show. Huh. But anyway, she is a genius. She's yeah. the smartest person in the room. She's most, like, you yeah, know, I most think Asperger's
2: about, are geniuses, of course. Many. Yeah.
0: Bill Gates is one. Mm-hmm. So uh so they decided to drop a few bombshells and 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 kind of, with just total bull crap. But play they got two clips from this and I think this is why they wanted us to the guy says, You gotta get this show, it's got the no agenda written all over it. <laughs> okay. So play the hacktivist thing and you get a feeling for what's going on. First of all, the hacktivist guy is evil an evil villain. You have to remember that. <laughs> I am evil I am anonymous Sweetsier is one of our better profilers And he seems to think that it's possible That dude from the Washington Standard said you'd think so Ezra Crane Yeah, 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 he covered my trial I'll tell you the same thing I told him when he called I'm not a criminal I'm a hacktivist. A hacktivist that took out DOD's complete network and left the U.S. military defenseless for, what was it, three and a half hours? The company that built that network got the contract because of campaign contributions. I exposed the corruption. I'm a patriot. Soldiers could have died. That's exactly why I did it.
2: Wow. <laughs> By the way, this, this falls in nicely with CNN's uh, profile on Anonymous. I don't know if you saw that. No. Yeah, I recorded it, and I, it was so dumb. But <laughs> but yeah, they keep talking about anons. If you're if you're a member of Anonymous, then you're an anon, which is the, which is the new meme. And this is this comes right back to the I can thing. You won't be able to be anon anymore. You watch. You watch.
0: Yeah. No. This whole thing is coming. This is a bunch of propaganda. They're feeding the public, and they're using popular media to do it, which is and Bones is a very popular show. And so people are watching this, oh, this horrible person. The guy gets away with it, by the way, in the show. And he also, and he's got a brace. He's killing people left and right, but he's got an ankle bracelet on. They don't know how he's getting away with it. <laughs> but the one that was the real eye roller was the one, is fractals on a bone. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set it up by explaining what's actually going to be told here, and you can just hear it for yourself, but I'm going to explain it. The guy, they're, they're in the offices, and all of a sudden all the computers blow up. And because there was a virus attack, a horrible virus. Was actual smoke coming out, like sparks? Yeah. Yeah, one game go fire. <laughs> no, no. Fire broke out. No, really. Yes, and they had to spray it with a with a you know CO two canister. <laughs> yeah. Now so the question reached so they asked each other, oh well what what could have caused this horrible could, virus to infect our computers? Up. We have not downloaded you download anything no i haven't downloaded anything have you put a disc no we haven't done anything there's but these things are secure and then the guy looks at a bone and he's and the one one or the woman looks at the bone that they they scanned in to de- determine who
2: you know who was who, doing it, it, it had a qr to. code
0: and she looks at the bone and it and discovers how the virus got into the system play it
5: oh my god what It's some kind of fractal pattern. (laughs) Whoever did this wrote malware on bone that that took down a million bucks worth of computers. (laughs) Who knew how to do that? A computer genius who wants us to know that he doesn't need a computer. Palant.
12: But he has uh, an ankle model.
5: I'm telling you, this guy is a genius.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fractal. I'm like, what? <laughs> that was right. It was a QR code, basically. What? A QR what? code. A fractal yeah, code. Yeah,
0: whatever it was. It was like, it was enough. An- it was like.
2: That's amazing.
0: Is the public so, or do they think the public is, I guess they do. Yes. So stupid.
2: John, you, you just this want. This is beyond
0: <clears throat> stupid. This is the dumbest thing I have ever seen on a TV show trying to pull this. I mean, it's not even, it's beyond science fiction. It's idiotic.
2: uh, Well, let's see uh, how the Miss America here. Miss America pageant ratings increase 47% for ABC telecast. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is this is it, my friend. We're done. People don't understand. Let's see. How many many million people watch this? Uh, 47% increase. Uh, But in the battle of the beauty contest, Miss America also decked. Donald Trump's Miss USA pageant last year by more than a million viewers. Uh, first half hour, Miss America was in third place, place with 5.25 million viewers, and it grew to end the night with almost 8 million viewers. Ooh, it had a growing audience. Yeah, That's yeah. Well, this just goes to shows. Yes, yes, the American public is so stupid. And, uh, and I just didn't have time because I was doing all that ICANN stuff to pull clips from the cnn thing but i had it running in the background and it was just like you know the whole the meme now is the anons if you do something bad as a politician or a cop or a judge then anonymous will uh, expose your details and ruin your cyber life that's uh, that's the meme
0: well they ruin your credit rate yeah and everything yeah things. they ruin
2: all that stuff the anons anons, the you, anons. you can't be an anon man because i can will force you to authenticate Ah, uh, it's a, well, okay.
0: Well, that's just leading right to what i always said. I've said it for years. I'll keep saying it. There's going to be a point where you're going to have to need a license to do a website.
2: Well, yeah, you will. And it'll, it'll be, uh, you'll need your and driver. We you'll...
0: have, we actually have the blog, the uh, we, license. We have podcastlicense.com.
2: So we'll be able to give you that. And I'm sure it will be deemed completely official.
0: Well, this will be the way to grandfather in a bunch
2: of, uh, our people. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's possible yeah it's
2: possible sure well yeah the only thing for us to do really would be to get a to get a .na uh, generic top level domain and then uh, um, you know have first of all someone would have to sponsor us like a million bucks to do it Um, and then basically we'd lie about all the authentication stuff we'd have to fabricate that doesn't sound like a good plan now that I just said it actually (laughs) no not at all so uh, speaking of Techno experts. Uh, <clears throat> very interesting conversation on C-SPAN. And this included Ian Schuller.
0: By the way, there is a .na. Oh, really? Namibia.
2: Oh. We maybe we should do a deal with Namibia. <laughs> yeah, Let us do a deal. Hey, Namibia, let's have a meeting. We hate those Nigeria guys. We keep getting email from them. Now we want to talk to you because you don't have any princesses. Now, Ian Shuler is, uh, works at the State Department. He is the guy in charge of the Internet in a Suitcase. Oh, the Internet in a Suitcase. I it, love that name. Well, uh, he was asked, and he spilled the beans. Now, remember, this is a very expensive program, this Internet in a Suitcase. We, remember, we reviewed the documents, and uh, I think there was $30 million set aside for the Internet in a Suitcase project. And uh, when you hear "internet in a suitcase," what, what do you what do you envision, John? What does it sound like it is to you?
0: Well, when I first heard it, I was thinking it was some sort of a kit that you could, you know, that maybe had a satellite uh, feed and you could get on the internet. But I, re- more recently, I'm led to believe that it's the entire internet <laughs> jammed onto some mega terabytes worth of uh,
2: whatever you can get into a suitcase. Well, uh, this is a, a rather long clip, but I think it's well worth listening to. Because remember, our, you know, we have our Secretary of State coming out, so, you know, Lucifer Clinton. Oh, we've got the Internet in a suitcase. We're so cool. We're helping everybody. Like, like guys smuggling suitcases with Internet in it and stuff. Sounds great, right? Sounds like we're really like, America, F yeah. Well Here's Ian explaining how it came to be and what it is.
13: Sasha, you want to just elaborate a little on how this thing works that, that, that helps people... Uh Get around any, any government intervention?
9: Uh sure. Uh let me first start by cautioning you about starting memes. <laughs> and what's interesting is the actual the true history of the internet in a suitcase was that when Jim Glantz, who did a really great job on this article, contacted us and said, So what is it that you're doing? We explained, well, we're doing all this programming, we're developing this software, it can run on a whole bunch of different devices and turn them into blah, 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 blah. And it just ended up not really capturing anyone's attention. He's like, so what is the thing that comes out of it? I'm like, well, it's sort of a distributed infrastructure. It can run on any device. (laughs) And he's like, so we have a photographer coming tomorrow. What is he going to photograph? And we're like, that's a good question. And so literally we went out and bought a suitcase and took (laughs) a bunch of equipment that we had around the office that is sort of the examples of what this technology can run on and put it into a suitcase.
2: Can you believe this crap? What? Yeah. It's just basically a couple of routers and maybe some code. Oh, it's even better than that. I just wanted to stop, to pause here for a second just to say, really, You, you, you fleeced the press by throwing some crap into a suitcase you bought that day for the photographer so that, so that you would here's our internet in the suitcase really that's what you did you idiot that's ins- wow. that's insulting this is clip of the day really hit the jingle oh, well, i wasn't ready for that i have so much well, more to do you never cro- are you don't
0: even know what the clip of the day is
4: clip of the day
0: you're All right, you're always l- caught off guard by the clip but of the it day. gets better well it's a clip of the day it should <laughs>
4: And the rest
0: is history. So, uh, I view the, the internet... in The rest is si- history. The rest is
2: history. That's right. The rest is people... The Lucifer standing there. We've got the very important Internet in the Suitcase Project, $30 million dollars. Well, okay, Ian Douchebag-Schuler, why don't you explain what's in your Internet in the Suitcase for real?
9: It's actually a visual aid gone out of control.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a meme. <laughs> we're so awesome.
9: It was like Goatsy, only better. <laughs> but the, the idea behind what we're developing, which is actually the important component mm-hmm. here, is that you can use the technologies, the hardware that are on the ground today... In these locations, you don't actually need to para drop in a giant internet in a suitcase. <sighs> you can transform people's available cell phones, laptops, and computers, wireless routers that you might pick up here in the States at best. Now, listen
2: very closely, particularly sysadmins, uh, network administrators. You're going to laugh when you hear what they're actually doing.
9: Best Buy or what have you. Best Buy. Into your telecommunications infrastructure. And if you use software like the type that we're creating, you don't need a central cell tower. You don't even need an Internet uplink to communicate locally. And you can imagine, if you can set up a system whereby there is no center, there's no point of surveillance, there's no point of control, there's no point to shut down. There's just a bunch of different equipment that people are turning on, turning off, that's creating this network of connectivity Ah. for sharing information, for distributing the phone... ...pictures before your phone actually gets confiscated, that that becomes a very powerful tool. Now, if you have an uplink of any sort, a satellite phone, a dial-up modem, etc., ...this will spread that connectivity throughout that network. But if you don't have an Internet uplink, you still maintain local connectivity. And so you can think about this as, what's the first thing anyone that has an office with a bunch of computers do... They network all of those computers together and start sharing files, printers, other services and applications. What we're doing is saying, how do we take that same powerful tool and put it into the hands of anyone that wants to set up a network? So the technologies, actually the components of it, exist today. And what we're really focusing on is, how do we make them user-friendly and how do we integrate these best of technologies from projects all around the globe into a single package that can be transported not in a gigantic suitcase but on your cell phone on a usb drive on a cd-rom on your laptop or any other storage medium on earth
2: so what this asswipe is saying well, was it was the kundra behind this yeah, of course they took thirty million dollars and gave it to companies to basically create something that we in nineteen ninety four called an intranet essentially they just configured ubuntu on a stick and that's your internet in a suitcase? Really? It's this is so unbelievable. It's just Ubuntu on a stick. That's what it sounds like. Or Ubuntu live probably. Or so something. Can, One yeah. of
0: the things Ubuntu live. Yeah, yeah, you probably sticks? Ubuntu yes. live. Ubuntu live. Which is- and then what it, people it, don't it, know is yeah. the one that's just self-booting without destroying the OS you have.
2: Right, it, it boots from the from a from a thumb from the drive. Stick. Yeah, and, and, and then it has a and it turns your Wi-Fi into a access point. You've got a router, big effing deal, thirty million dollars, really. And then to lie about it and make it sound all spiffy is internet in a suitcase.
0: I swear to God, I was under the impression that it was the entire internet downloaded into uh, <laughs> really? x number of terabytes because it's doable. I mean, it, I mean, Google has a copy of the internet. Yeah, of
2: course yeah. they have
0: a million servers. They have more than one copy obviously right, right
2: but still it's like it's just it's so insulting and then to laugh about <laughs> what boneheads those media folk
1: are <laughs> they're idiots you're idiots <laughs> wow <laughs> you doosbags
0: clip of the day
2: yeah well you think that's good you Dude, think? you're not going to top that oh yeah i'm going to top it no yeah oh yeah i'm going to top it i'm going to top it with the reverend manning oh Okay, well, we all...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking of pulling this clip, too. But I figured, if it's Reverend Manning, you're going to pull it.
1: Mr. Ron Paul, you got to talk about that! You got to talk about it. And the media can't slam you any harder than they're slamming you now. You're not only beating witness protection program, Willard Romney, and John Huntsman... And uh Newt Gingrich, Rick Sand but you're beating the dunghead media. You're whooping all of their behinds, Ron Paul. Go ahead now and get out there and whoop Moham whoop <laughs> whoop Obama's behind. Whooping, 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 whooping whoop the Constitution. He is wholly and totally ineligible. He's a criminal. Whoop him, Ron! Whoop him! Whoop him and whoop him and whoop him. <laughs> But I guarantee you'll be the next president of America, hands down.
2: Come on, say it. You're Robert. whooping
1: the Tea Party, you're whooping the evangelicals, you're whooping the media. You got a strong crowd of supporters. Hey Ron Crowd Ron Paul supporters,
0: I wanna take my hat off to you. <laughs> this guy is genius. He's 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 amazing. And I was thinking this Did you know, get the clip about the about the uh, Romney and uh And Huntsman being black?
2: No, I don't have that one. Oh, no. Oh, I missed that one. No. Yeah,
0: now we'll get the clip for the next show, or you can maybe find it. We'll get for the next show. He comes out with this theory. That that, they're black? That Romney, (laughs) Willard... No, no, it's not Romney's black. No, it's not Santorum. It's it's Gingrich, it's and black. he bases it on the thing on the theory that Gingrich's real name is Newton Leroy. He says that nobody but black people name their kids Leroy, and his daddy never appeared. He's he's, a, he's an orphan kid. They don't know who his father oh, really is. Okay, he's, he's and he goes into slave. the fact that he's obviously black.
2: <laughs> well, no. Instead of looking for that clip, I spent my time doing this.
14: I
13: say whip it, whip it good, I say whip it, whip it good. That's
1: right, Reverend L, come on, come on, Reverend Manning, talk about him. Whoop Obama's behind, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him with the Constitution. He is wholly and totally ineligible. He's a criminal, whoop him,
0: Ron, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop whoop him.
1: I'm
2: thinking GX2 can make a mix out of that somehow
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I think
2: GX2 can just, We're programming Whoop it, whoop it, whoop it, whoop it, whoop it, whoop it I just gotta, I, hold on a second I just gotta have that, I just gotta have that handy In case, you know, know.
1: Obama's behind, whooping, whooping, whooping Whooping, 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 whooping What the Constitution <laughs> He is holy and totally Ineligible. He is a criminal. Whoop him, Ron. Whoop him. Whoop him and whoop him and whoop him.
2: <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah,
1: fantastic. Oh,
15: fantastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that
2: made my day. Yeah. Well, wait till you get to the black thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever makes it happen. And he only
0: refers to Romney as Willard Romney. <laughs>
2: Which is his first name? Uh, that just you know, I, uh, that just made my day, right? No, there. the guy's the best. I mean, we could you know, yeah, yeah I wish he would do more material. <laughs> he, they should put him on the Tonight Show with that. That'd be a Hello, well, he, hell yeah, I think
0: he made the suggestion that he should have one of these talk shows, not that idiot, uh, mushmouth Sharpton. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, really. Really? No, I mean it's fine. You, he could never be on uh, on MSNBC or you anything don't like that. Think? No. <laughs> no, no, no. He's pack not, him in. Uh, uh, he's fine where he is. He goes. Out, I was
0: thinking. I was thinking, by the way, d- 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 opening up the door to the, the curry Dvorak Consulting Company oh, yes. for a little short. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, sure.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. The meeting will come to order. So uh,
0: they had uh, they were having these issues with Keith Olbermann. Yeah, already uh, right. on right. current. So, yeah. you know, he quit. He didn't quit. He's a guy, dick. Guy, they gave him a piece of the company, but he doesn't seem to want to be a manager. He's a dick. He's a total dick. So, and he's really, he's got a, a Twitter feed. And he, he just is mean to everybody. He's a mean person. Mm. And uh, I was thinking what, you know, they brought in a bunch of people because they want to compete with MSNBC.
2: Yeah! Wow, that, that's which set, is that's the which bar is the
0: high. dumbest thing in the world because <laughs> if and Al Gore, if he wasn't such a dumb dumb guy, he would want to compete with Fox because if of you course. can split the Fox audience, yeah. you bring up the liberal voices louder instead of splitting an already dying audience
2: and killing two networks. And you can make a lot more money with those uh, and you can Fox make money advertisers. Also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. yeah. it's like, let's set the bar really low. Let's compete yeah, with let's MSNBC. Let's go after the, low, the low-hanging fruit. What boneheads? No, the fruit that hit the ground. Yeah, really, the rotting fruit on the ground. That's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, well, duh. It's because no one ever hires us to do this stuff.
0: Well, we'll get a job eventually.
2: If we're going to eventually we'll have to get a job, John, you, <laughs> you have to you, work for a living. You, you do realize that, don't you? And uh, and, and, and it, it really, it irks me when I see, you know, how we're just getting by. And, you know, that James Cameron, man, that guy is great. That guy is so awesome. To promote Titanic 3D, he sinks in a whole cruise ship. <laughs> it's coming out in April. Titanic 3D. I like the connection. Haven't you already heard them say on television, so close to the 100th anniversary of Titanic? They they keep saying that. You didn't hear that?
0: No, I have been avoiding all the Titanic 3D promotions, and I didn't even consider. You can't. give you 10 points for considering the, the sinking of this idiotic cruise ship and killing 100 people, and then arresting the... <clears throat> the,
2: uh, uh, he doesn't, the... Yeah, he doesn't give a crap. They cry. arrested
0: the uh, captain and then we haven't heard anything from him right there. They, they arrest him to keep him from talking.
2: Yeah, yeah. Here, here, I, I think... Well, there's a theory out there as to what happened. Well, let's just listen to the news report about it. Well,
6: tonight the rescue efforts or the, the recovery efforts, we should call them, have been stopped for the night. There were divers out all day long looking under the area of the ship that is still under the water level. Um, the uh, captain has been arrested. He's being investigated, as you said, for manslaughter and abandoning ship, which is a huge... A very, very serious maritime offense. He was off the ship before the safety of the, his uh-huh. passengers had been provided for, and that is the grounds on which the authorities here in Italy were able to arrest him or have him, have him stopped and officially investigated, is how it works within the judicial system here. Tomorrow morning, the divers will go back down under the water level to start looking at the rest of the areas of the ship they weren't able to take a look at uh, today. Um, all of the passengers that are surviving have been moved off uh, to the Italian mainland into various cities. There are a lot of people in Rome, a lot of in Civitavecchia, and some in Savona, which was another port of call for this particular cruise ship. Uh, those people will have to, they, they don't have the passports, a lot of them don't have the documents, they'll have to be provided for, they'll need clothing, they'll need uh, some shelter, they obviously need to get their their legal documents they had to leave on the ship yeah. in order... Because-
2: yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So you're right, they took the captain off to shut him up so no one could talk to him because... This was not a ship run aground. that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. This was either a collision with a submarine, which I think is possible uh, i also i'm not a I'm an air guy I'm not a sea guy, but you know you see the the ship is listing to the port side um, but the damage is on the starboard side if 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 you get a gash. Or that maybe there's more damage we don't see on the other side. But that, if if that gash is what made the ships leak and start to sink, um, then wouldn't it list to the other side? Uh, not, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know I'm not either.
0: A marine engineer to know how these things sink. I know um, they get water inside and they down they go.
2: But there was, and this is one of these crazy Russian reports. But it came out immediately that. Um, uh, there was a, uh, uh, a signature detected of a torpedo fired from a kilo-class submarine uh, near Isola del Giglio, and that there were only two submarines in the area possessing kilo-class torpedoes, both uh, belonging to the Islamic Republic of Iran Navy.
0: Uh, oh, that could be also a...
2: It wouldn't well, surprise it- me, man. It would not surprise me if we're already at war. We just don't really know it. Or well, definitely an economic war for sure, and well, we're also, you know, we're blowing up scientists and stuff, and you know, there's a lot of back and forth here, and
0: we're also trying. And I still think my theory about goading them is still in play. I have a clip from uh, from the News Hour uh, from the National Treasure mm. on. Uh, Iran, that I just thought it was kind of interesting and worth deconstructing. I think it falls into this conversation. Uh, which one is it? Observations on the Iranian assassination. Ooh, okay.
3: Negotiations. The two previous meetings between the, the Europeans, Americans, and others in Iran have really not been productive. So and, what, are, what is the
11: thinking now, then, about the impact of these, this covert campaign on uh, impact one way or another on the status of the sanctions or the effort of the sanctions?
3: Well, it's, it's a bad timing, if nothing else. I mean, I, I personally am very much against these kinds of, of targeted uh, assassinations of nuclear officials, um, but it, you have to wonder what why now. And, it's, and it, you're trying to get Iran to the table. Pressure is always a precarious thing to, to apply. Uh, it can backfire. The sense in the United States, at least, was that it, it is going to get Iran to the table, um, but you don't want to drive Iran into a corner where they may decide to do the very thing you're trying to prevent, namely build nuclear weapons. All right?
2: Yeah. The the, the the particularly CNN, I have to say, is doing so much to help this uh, to ratchet this up. Uh, in particular, uh, Barbara Starr. You seen her? No. She's uh, the Pentagon uh, reporter. She's on the Pentagon beat, and she always shows up, and she has her own little Pentagon studio over there. She looks like Lurch, only a female version of Lurch. You've seen her with the, with the big, thick horn-rimmed glasses. And when you listen, without the video, because that's very distracting in her case, when you listen to the rhetoric that she is spewing... She is literally being instructed to ratchet this up and make people very, very afraid. Let's
1: get straight to our Pentagon
13: correspondent, Barbara Starr. She's got the details. What do we know, Barbara?
16: Wolf, at a time of heightened tensions, the Pentagon still wants to say this is relatively routine, but listen to what happened last Friday in the Strait of Hormuz and the Persian Gulf to both a U.S. Navy warship and a U.S. Coast Guard cutter. The Navy warship first up, the USS New Orleans, was going into the Persian Gulf. It was going through the Strait of Hormuz when three Iranian speedboats approached it at high speed and came within. 500 yards at at high speed Mm. within the range of this Navy warship. The Navy warship signaled the Iranians to back off. They ignored all signals. That is in opposition to standard maritime procedures. Eventually, we're told they did break away. Another incident the same day. A Mm. U.S. Coast Guard cutter
2: called... Hey, by the way, what is a Coast Guard cutter doing in in the Straits of Hormuz?
0: And that's a Department of Homeland Security. That's not in the Defense Department anymore. The Coast Guard is no longer in the de- within the purview of the Defense Department. So Homeland Security took them over, as you recall.
2: Well, I do. Ha- I consulted so the Book of Knowledge. So what are they doing there? Well, I consulted the Book of Knowledge. Uh, the Coast Guard operates on the Department of Homeland Security during peacetime and can be transferred to the Department of the Navy by the president at any time or by Congress during time of war. Funny, I don't think I've seen that transfer take place unless it was in the National Defense Authorization Act and we missed it, which is possible. Which is
0: possible. The thing is a
2: huge document. So uh, here's Barbara to finish it up.
16: ADAC was uh, up in the Persian Gulf. It was just about 75 miles east of Kuwait when it was harassed by high speed Iranian boats, small boats that came at it. Also at high speed, the personnel on board the Coast Guard cutter said that they observed Iranians with AK-47s and they believe one of the machine (laughs) guns.
2: That's going to scare me when I'm on a Coast Guard cutter. I (laughs) thought they were 500 yards away. He's got a. a they've got an AK-47 on a rubber boat. Have you ever been on a football field? Yeah. That's
0: 300 yards. Can you see what's at the other end of the field? What if someone's holding the gun or not? I can't. The
2: bullet from the AK-47 would arch down into the water from that distance. It's not. It's, like, it's, it's crazy. It's like we've got a couple of rubber boats with AK-47s and she's making it sound like we're at war. At
16: the front of one of those Iranian speedboats was pointed right at them. Woo! Eventually, Woo! An, a larger Iranian naval vessel. Vessel intervened and those small speedboats backed off. Routine or not, these types of encounters are extremely concerning to the U.S. Navy. You know, the question really is, Wolf, how close do you let an Iranian speedboat get to you before you have to do something about it?
2: I mean, really, that is—did did the Pentagon like put a wire in her brain and tell her what to say? This is disgusting. And then you've got. Did she? But by
0: the way, get to the part. Get to the part because I. This is interesting. But get to the part where she asks about why a Coast Guard cutter is there in the first place. Go. Just cut right to that.
2: What do you mean? Well, it's, it's not in there, obviously. What? She doesn't ask that question because what? she. Wait a, she's a minute. You telling me <laughs> that the most
0: obvious question would you ask right at the beginning? That's not a great question. Huh. I would think that she would ask that question so that it could be explained by these experts on CNN.
2: Well, have we actually looked up? And let's see. Let's see. Uh, President transfers uh, Coast Guard to Navy. Let's see. Maybe we missed it. Maybe something happened here. Maybe that it's we didn't in the news.
0: See. It could be on the front page of some newspaper.
2: Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it upon the declaration of war or when the president directs the Coast Guard can be transferred. No, I haven't seen it, so I don't think we've had a declaration of war. So I think that's in complete violation. But it doesn't matter because we've got that a-hole Panetta saying this.
17: Clearly, there are those areas that, uh, for us, are red lines. Red line. Number one, uh, we cannot allow them to develop a nuclear weapon. That's a red line. Number two, we cannot tolerate Iran blocking the Straits
1: of Hormuz. And that's a red line.
0: Looks like we're trying to block the Straits. are yes, trying we're, to defend it.
2: We've got the Coast Guard in there. We're doing, like, what, what do you think? It's, we were showing, oh, I hate us. I so hate why us. Don't we
0: uh, blow up one of our ships. Yeah, like a false flag, you mean? False flag, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like. <laughs> so let's blow up a ship. You don't remember the main?
2: Yeah, and yeah. Uh,
0: drop the ship right, and blow it up at some point where it's so it, as it's sinking, it's trying to get away because of the there, and it sinks right there in the middle of the straits and it
2: clogs up the whole place. Hold on a second, John. I think we have to go to our Pentagon correspondent for a moment here, John. We have exclusive uh, footage here of what's going on in the Straits of Hormuz.
18: Battleship,
1: battleship. B four hit
5: J one. Huh, you missed J ten. Oh, you sunk my battleship!
2: <laughs> battleship, a game of strategy from Milton Bradley. You sunk <laughs> my battleship! A bunch of a holes.
0: That's funny. Well, that's a good <laughs> catch. It's not the clip of the day, but it's no. damn good. Yeah,
2: but it's uh well, there you go. No. Well,
0: why don't want you cut wait, no, you, you maybe you're just kidding me. Cut right to the part where she
2: asks <laughs> about, about the Coast Guard. <laughs> Let me just see if I can find it. Nope, sorry, just can't find right it. Cut right to it. <laughs> I can't find it. It's not on there. It's just not on there, John. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh I, I I love it when we talk about possibilities and the chat room goes wild like accidents do happen, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Not, they have that—that's the voice they have. By the way, that's
2: exactly it. Not in my world, they don't. If you know, someone's got a question. I didn't say this is what happened, but it is weird that they take the the captain immediately and arrest him, and so you'll never hear from him again ever. You know that, right? You're never going to hear from the guy. He's gone. No, I suppose
0: they arrested the guy who knew that. Yeah, no, he's going to be sent off to some uh, mountain resort, you know, outside of uh, you know, the, the Malfi Coast or whatever in Italy and just told to shut up. He's not, the Italians are good at that. They know how to yeah, shut up.
2: He's going on a little vacation. Did you see the President's show this week?
0: I don't watch the President's show knowing full well that you
2: will be watching it. <laughs> he brought uh, props to show and tell this week. He had an actual show and tell. Here's where you respond. I'm. Uh, I, wow.
17: Hi there. As you can see, I brought a few things with me for this week's video a padlock, a pair of boots, a candle, and a pair of socks.
2: Oh. <laughs> you could only imagine. I thought, a new format for the show. Wait a minute. Have, have, they, have they hired some other consulting group besides the Curry Dvorak consulting group? Who knows? A candle, it, a pair of socks? What? A, a compass, and a rubber knife. He's going to save the economy. With, What's the rubber knife for? He doesn't have a rubber knife. It's oh. a candle. <laughs> Let's listen to it again, what he has. Is, he, is, but he's going to save the economy with these items. Hi there.
17: As you can see, I brought a few things with me for this week's video. Okay. A padlock.
2: A padlock. Write it down, John. You need these things. A padlock. A pair okay. of boots. pair of boots. Got that. A candle. A candle. Got plenty of them.
0: There's women in the house. Pair of socks
2: and a pair of socks.
0: I got a, a, a
2: whole drawer full of socks.
0: <laughs> I'm ready. We are not having a yard sale.
2: Oh, okay. Well, it's not a yard sale. Oh, damn. Uh, I they're, always
0: they're... buy socks at a yard sale. I buy my <laughs> socks at a yard sale. Hi there. Hi there. Got any used
2: socks? You know, when he says that, hi there, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like uh, what's that talking head song? Hi there. No, no, it was, no, it was uh, Peter Gabriel was a. Uh, Peter, Gabriel... Was it... uh, Uh, Yeah, onward. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I get distracted.
17: All right. These products may not appear to have much in common, but they're united by three proud words. Made in America.
2: Ah, okay. Now it's starting to make sense.
17: They're manufactured by American workers in American factories and shipped to customers here and around the world. The companies that make these products are part of a hopeful trend. They're bringing jobs back from overseas.
0: Didn't we do a thing about a year ago about how the Gold Toe folks which are located which I think is what he was holding here, were located I guess in Tennessee so they decided to move the factory to Mexico thanks to NAFTA?
2: Well, it's very interesting you say that because he's about to use a term which you know, I had to look up obviously to uh, to understand what it meant. Oh, hold on.
17: What outsourcing? Well, this is insourcing.
2: Insourcing. Yeah. No, I've heard that before. Okay, now, but the insourcing is actually a technical term. And if you look it up in the book of knowledge, insourcing may be done by onshoring, which is insourcing delegates certain work to a different company, which may come from a different country. Now, I think that, you know, while you think, oh, it's like for American workers, I think he's talking about bringing in more slaves. Bring, you Because know, you know, we, we know that labor is going to be really cheap here in America. So insourcing is not necessarily what he says it is, but he's using it in a cute way. So we'll to give him the benefit of the doubt.
17: And in this make or break moment for the middle class and those yeah. working to get into the middle class, that's exactly the kind of commitment to country that we need. This week, I invited executives from businesses that are insourcing jobs to a forum here at the White
2: House. Oh, Did you get your invite, John? A forum? Yes, a forum.
0: Wow, another meeting at the White House yeah. to solve the problems. Yeah, These we- guys have more <laughs> bullcrap meetings with people that have nothing to do with anything than any administration I've ever seen in my entire
2: well, life. Oh, it gets so much better than that.
0: These
17: are CEOs who take pride in hiring people here in America.
2: And by the way, I couldn't find uh, the notes on this meeting anywhere. Who the hell were invited? These people who take pride. I'd love to know. Not just because it's
17: increasingly the right thing to do for their bottom line but also because it's the right thing to do for their workers, and for our communities, and for our country. Uh. I told those CEOs what I'll tell any business leader. Ask yourself what you can do to bring more jobs back to the country that made your success possible. And I'll make sure that you've got a government that does everything in its power to help you succeed.
2: Now pay attention, because here comes a tricky one.
17: That's why, in the next few weeks, I'll put forward new tax proposals that reward companies that choose to do the right thing by bringing jobs home and investing in America. And we'll eliminate tax breaks for companies that move jobs overseas. It's also why, on Friday, I called on Congress to help me make government work better for you. Right now, we have a 21st century economy, but we've still got a government organized for the 20th century.
2: I think he's saying we're driving a clutch car.
17: Over the years, the needs of Americans have changed but our government has not. In fact, it's gotten even more complex and that has to change.
2: Complexed? Did he say complexed? That's what it sounds like. Back, back it up. I think he said complexed.
17: Over the years, the needs of Americans have changed, but our government has not. In fact, it's gotten even more complexed, and...
2: <laughs> he does. Complexed. <laughs> I'm complexed by that. That has to change.
17: That's why I asked Congress to reinstate the authority that past presidents have had to streamline and reform the executive branch.
2: Ah, now I'm like, wait a minute. He asked for some authority. And it's you know, and, and I'm still More lo- authority. Yeah, but I'm still looking at the boots and the and the candle and the compass and the rubber knife. So I'm distracted by that. But it's very important what he says next.
17: This is the same sort of authority that every business owner. Has to make sure that his or her company keeps pace with the times.
2: So he's, he's apparently the owner of the American business. He's the owner of us. He's the, he owns our ass.
17: It's the same authority that presidents had for over 50 years. He's our years. ruler.
2: Now listen, listen, listen. Until Ronald Reagan. And let me be clear. No. I will only. So now, whenever someone says, let me be clear, what do we do, John? We know to perk up because he's going to lie to us. Reagan. And let me be clear. I will only
17: use this authority for reforms that result in more efficiency better service, and a
2: leaner government. Okay, so I'm like, wait a minute. He's asking for some authority, which is consolidation authority. Actually, it's something called the Consolidation Authority Act, which you cannot find anywhere, uh, but it has been used before. And he just lied, because we know. He says, let me be clear. I'm only going to use this tremendous power you give to me to to clean some stuff up. So I went a-looking, of course, and I did find one guy on C-SPAN, who I think is just hired to propagate the law,
7: Specific authority
8: does the president seek from Congress with regard to consolidating uh, these branches of government?
4: Well, the from White House agencies.
8: The White House has proposed that Congress would enact what's called the, what would be called the Consolidation Authority Act, which would fast track uh, procedures for the executive branch to. Combine agencies, and the, uh, this may have been mentioned earlier on the program, but it's centered around the business and trade functions at the Commerce Department, the U.S. Trade Representative's Office, the Export-Import Bank, the Overseas Private Investment Corporation, the Small Business Association, uh, Small Business Administration, pardon me. And uh, immediately with presidential authority, he is elevating the Small Business Administrator to cabinet-level status, which, as government executive reported, is a largely symbolic act uh, because uh, when a, a, a new agency is created, Congress is required to enact a law uh, to give it cabinet status, but the uh, various presidents have had cabinet officials invited to attend the cabinet meeting as full equals. And that will happen in the case of Karen Mills, who's the small business uh, administrator, But that may change once this, if Congress enacts this law that they're proposing, and uh, the first act that the White House would like would be the
2: consolidation. So there's some very important things here. Um, This is essentially, they call it the consolidation authority, but essentially Congress would be handing the president fast-track authority over anything he does, as far as I understand it, because I'm, you know, I'm just am a v, I'm a washed up VJ. Hands the president fast track authority, which limits Congress' ability to hinder the president's agenda, because they only can do an up or down vote. And the president is promising that he will only use this to consolidate some stuff and shuffle some stuff, which apparently will shed a thousand governmental jobs. Um, but this type of authority. Uh, goes back to uh, the New Deal um, and it lapsed in 1984 under Reagan. But I believe that this is very, very dangerous because you even heard this guy say the first thing he will do, I think he misspoke here, is to consolidate this agency. But what will he do after that with this fast-track authority? I think the consolidation authority is just a a made-up name because you can't actually find the consolidation authority act or or anything named that uh but the whole idea of um congress telling or giving up power to the president to fast track uh his agenda i think it's extremely dangerous
0: well he's been doing this sort of thing for a couple of years now, and I don't see why this would make it any more dangerous than he's already. Well, uh, because
2: Congress will not have the authority. But, uh, but they don't have the, They have
0: the, they, the Congress is a rubber stamp to, for this guy. But okay.
2: Well, maybe it's just a a hedge. Maybe it's just important. It It could
0: be. It could be. Just another hammer, another tool
2: in the toolbox. At the end of the day, John, it doesn't matter because we're going to get a new website.
17: These changes will make it easier for small business owners to get the loans and support they need to sell their products around the world. For example, instead of forcing small business owners to navigate the six departments and agencies in the federal government that focus on business and trade, we'll have one department. One place where entrepreneurs can go from the day they come up with an idea and need a patent (laughs) to the day they start building a warehouse to the day they're ready to ship their products overseas. And in the meantime, we're creating a new website, Business USA, that will serve as a one-stop shop with information for businesses, small and large, that want to start selling their stuff around the world.
0: So... I mean, before you go on, did you, have you noticing the, the real meme that underlies all this, even though he's putting these six agencies into one because they're just who knows what they do? Well, what I'm- it's all it's all about small businesses sending their products overseas, yeah. shipping around the world. Most small businesses do not are not export companies.
2: No. Unless you're doing boots, candles, they're- socks or, uh, or padlocks. They're dry
0: cleaners. They're grocery stores. Thank their you. delivery services. Their flower shops. Motorcycle guys repair big Blankets. There's a million things. They're not not every small business. What is it? He has been doing this since day one. He is under the impression and promotes the idea that small businesses in the United States are all a bunch of export companies. They're all Caterpillar.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like our show. We're exporting.
0: The guy's an idiot.
2: Thank you. But this whole thing, the government, it's like you go to the government, you go to the website, they give you money, they help you out. They They don't do anything. No, of course. The website's not even functional. It's coming soon, it says.
0: How long does it take to throw up a website? Go to (laughs) (laughs) WordPress.com.
2: Look at BusinessUSA.gov. We're talking in COBOL. (laughs) Go to BusinessUSA.gov. It's hilarious. Yeah, coming soon. Here It even has a coming soon banner It's a platform that consolidates Information and services from across the government To a single integrated network for American Business owners and entrepreneurs It's an internet in a suitcase If I ever saw one You'll be able to find a wide range Of relevant and timely federal government Data services and programs Whenever, wherever, on your terms We kick us Eric
0: DeShill has an interesting interpretation
2: Mm -hmm. What's that?
0: He says this is they had to consolidate this is that way because this is the easiest way to set up a federal VAT sales tax via the Streamlined Sales Tax Project.
2: Oh, very good, very good, Shill, very good. And it makes nothing but
0: sense. Yeah, you know, that's just this is a new way of taxing the public to get more and money. By the way, one of our listeners says that the Coast Guard does uh, guard uh, oil rigs and overseas ports. Why we don't use contractors is another question, but apparently the Coast Guard is overseas in the ports, hmm. as if it's part of our coast. I guess. Oh, no, this is all bad. Yeah, I'm getting this is a this show is, is the worst ever.
2: No wonder people don't want to help us out. They Put Manning to... back on. <laughs> oh,
1: uh... Obama's behind? Whooping, 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 with the Constitution. He is holy and totally. Ineligible! He's a criminal! Whoop him, Ron! Whoop him! Whoop him and whoop him and whoop him! I'm gonna show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do
14: that.
3: Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No
1: Agenda.
0: Oh, donating his love, Bradley Selsor, uh, Lagrange, Kentucky, uh, has got a birthday coming up. Uh, hundred dollars, uh, longtime listeners of the best podcast in the universe. Please give a birthday shout out and some karma to her, his daughter Jessica, who just turned thirteen, and her daughter Ashley, who turned fifteen this week. Thanks for what you do, so we don't have to. Bradley and Karen Selsor, getting karma. Mm-hmm. Here we go, and we'll give him the birthday call out shortly. Got.
12: <laughs> karma
0: james Pearson, and cove texas or copperas cove you're living in that area you tell me how it's pronounced is it capiris or copperas copperas
2: right off of is guadalupe it? you sure you hang it right in guadalupe hundred bucks <laughs> i i
0: freaking love you guys that's <laughs> a texas that's my
2: texas guy that's very good i like that
0: although i can't afford to love you the way you deserve hey <laughs> Please don't uh, leave me with for some other. Sh- do, do not leave me for some other schmuck who has millions of dollars. Thanks for all you do. On another note, I figured it would be smart to earn my knighthood before you guys get <laughs> shut down. Yeah,
2: those rings will be collector's items. You'll find them in curiosa shops worldwide. What was this? I wonder. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Ring size ten. Also, give me some karma to uh, give gar- karma to the douchebag. Wait a minute. No, we can't do that. I don't think so. We're not giving karma to douchebags. I think that if they get a taste of that magical karma, they will not be able to live without it. We think not. No, we'll this is the first time we refused a request, by the way, from a, wood, a, wood, a wood, what's going to be a
2: knight. Well, we'll give him some knight karma. How does that sound? Okay, we'll give and He can redirect it himself. Yeah. You've got karma. We do not support douchebags.
0: Derek Kimberly, Northern uh, WA. Would that be? What is WA? Uh, Washington? Washington? No, it can't be. There's got to be something else. Washington's just West, WA. Western, not West, w- West, a- Western a- Australia? Dot. Maybe. Yeah. Hello. Today's my birthday. We don't have him on the list. Put him down. Really? Oh, yeah. We had the happen? Buskill Junior drop the ball.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: And he's, today's he's. my birthday. I'm now 42 years of debt. Hey, <laughs> please. Have, that's a good one. How old are you? I'm 42 years debt. May I please have a lots of fairy. Twinkle Happy Cake Karma, gluten-free. Please call it Frank Andrichitsch as a douchebag. Well, of course. Douchebag. And uh, we'll give him I give him a karma. Okay, there you go.
12: You've got karma.
0: And on the list you go, Derek. Uh, Eric Green, London. A- Andrew, uh,
2: Andrew Green. Did I say Eric? Yes, you did. You meant huh. well. You meant well, I know. Eric Green, as it is again, Andrew <laughs> Green in London,
0: $60. I have not donated in over a year. So, okay. So topping up with some little karma. I guess he needs a karma to say that.
12: So You've think, got karma.
0: A new donor, uh, Michael Anderson in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, double nickels on the dime. In the morning, please de-douche me. I'm a long-time listener and finally got off my butt to donate. Please give my wife, Kathy, karma, give him a double. We've spent uh, $1,000 in a long process for her to be a 9-11 operator and need the karma because the process is stalled. Wow. Thanks for the best podcast in the universe. Give a- Wait,
2: um, you have to spend $1,000 to become a 9-11 operator? It's ridiculous. Wow. Well, okay. First of all, deduction. Absolutely.
10: You've
12: been deduced. You've got karma.
2: Hey, that'll unstall the process. That'll blow the cog out of the system. The nut in the works. Richard
0: Garrett, Thunder Bay, Ontario. Thunder Bay. Double niggles on the dime. Uh, hey, John and Adam. Just one of these. Thunder Bay is a weird place. Hey, John and Adam. Greetings from Gitmo Nation North. I've been listening to the show since September, since I had to return to a crappy mailroom government job and start university studies as a political science student. You guys have helped me make my time served as a wage slave less painful and given me the sense to see through all the bullcrap crap during some of my lectures. Please send me a shot at karma for a job interview I've got coming up on Wednesday and a D and a douchebag to all my buddies who prefer to be brainwashed by the mainstream media and won't listen to the show. <laughs> Give them a douchebag call yeah, first. Douchebags. And now karma for uh old yeah. Richard. All right man. Good luck there with uh... You've got karma. I energy. think there's a lot of people that simply will not listen to uh Duh. anything that, that, that disagrees with their um world view. I think it's I think it's 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 stressing. Yeah, I think it stresses it
2: out a lot of people. It does. Are you kidding me? It stresses people out big time
0: big time Robert Robert Johnson double nickels on the dime from Lamont Furnace what a great name for a town Lamont Furnace Pennsylvania been a $5 a month program for a few months. Now, we encourage people, by the way, to subscribe to a, uh, one of the $5 a month or 11 11 a month. And we're going to institute that in the next week, uh, $12.12 a month to commemorate the upcoming 12-12 oh, celebration. I've been on a $5 a month program for a few months now, but I feel a bigger contribution was needed. I've been listening to the show since August of 2011, thanks to my boss. Listen to the show, kid. Oh, you're fired. <laughs> Listen to No Agenda has made me realize how horrible the mainstream media really is. I recently moved to Phoenix, and during the drive out, I was able to propagate the formula to a friend who is now an avid listener as well. Good. My birthday also happens to be on a Sunday when the show is on, so I figured this would be a perfect time to make a bigger donation. My goal is to become a knight and tell everyone about No Agenda wherever I go. Thanks again for the informative show and providing the real truth as to what is going on. I'd like to give a karma shout-out to my boss, Herb. For introducing me to the show and my friend Pat, who is now an avid listener, I must request a douchebag shout out from my friend Sean, who won't listen to the show because he can't believe you guys really have no agenda. Douchebag. Keep
2: up the great work. Uh, uh, I don't I finish the note there.
0: Uh, Adam. Oh, jeez. Oh, Thanks, Bob Johns. P.S., he adds, Adam, Adam, I believe there are Stargates out there as well. Exactly.
2: All right. Here's the karma you requested for your boss Herb, and we're happy You've about it. You've got that.
12: karma.
0: Thank you, Herb.
2: You should have all your employees listening. Good job, Mark Gates.
0: <laughs> Sir Jeffrey Gerlach, uh, Simple Alamo, California. Our uh, great knight, fifty-one fifty, needs job karma. Mm-hmm. Nothing.
2: Right on.
12: You've got karma. I hate it when
2: uh, when we see our knights. You know, I mean, oh, actually, I love it, of course, but our knights. You know, they, they support us through, through all the lean time. You think it's just a holiday time. I don't know, man. I, I think the recession. No, the Knights are our are, 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 uh, friends. Yeah, they Kevin save McCarthy, us. Kevin McCarthy, Jackson, New
0: Jersey, 51.33 in the morning. John Dan, been a drone-worthy douchebag for well over a year now listening and enjoying the No Agenda show without ever donating to the good cause. Why? That's because. a great question. Why? Because it's a great question. Because I have been broke working what would be an otherwise high-paying web and IT director job for a small company and making the smallest pay possible for what I do. Try $16 an hour legitimate slave pay. And while I don't have a degree, but I do have the debt of pursuing one, I'm 27 and nearly 10 years of experience. I've been breaking my back with this organization for over two years and receiving a $4 increase in pay. Hookers! With that, I ask for karma.
2: Well, let me hand it to him right now.
0: He's working it. You've on got that.
12: karma.
0: He wants to become an instant knight if he gets his six-figure job that he's working on. He also would extra shard of karma for his girlfriend if she's flying back. We get the one. You get the one flying back from Hawaii on Wednesday night, so she'll probably get the karma. Yes, yeah, she will. Don't worry about it. Williams Mike comes in a big batch. It's a big package.
2: <laughs> it's in a
0: suitcase. not really. It's karma in a suitcase. And you're going to have fun when you see her after a long trip. William Smock. Smock, Smock. San Diego, California, 50-50. Since I agree with you about half the time, get it, 50-50?
2: I'll take it.
0: Chris Slowinski. Sir Chris Slowinski to you. Sherwood Park, Alberta, $50. Jason Burke, Richmond, Texas, $50. Lori Swim comes in at the last minute, Lori. Marysville, Kansas needs another dash of karma for her husband's second interview this Wednesday. Tell Adam to keep... Actually, she has another note. She sent a second note in. Oh, really? Now that I think about it, my inbox. What does she say here? She she's add something to the note. She says, here's my message from the earlier. If there's a chance, please change this too. Need another dash of karma for my husband's second interview. As a bit of karma seems to have helped with the first interview earlier this month. We are feeling positive vibes this time. Also, karma to all No Agenda listeners with interviews this week. Karma for everyone looking for work and wish they had an interview this week. Just trying to spread the love. Tell Adam to keep listening to Mickey. She is right about the thank you for the love. Perfect. From just getting by in Kansas, Lori.
2: Oh, that's so beautiful. Okay, here it is. Second interview, karma. you have got karma. Thank you for the love.
0: <laughs> Michael Musial in Cleveland, Cleveland, Wisconsin, huh? John and Adam, this is a birthday call out for myself. 52, my wonderful wife, Chris, on Wednesday the 18th, much younger. Do you he's, have both
2: of them listed? Uh, I have Michael, and who else is on
0: the list? Chris. Chris Musial. No. Well, let's put it on.
2: Way to go, Buzzkill Jr. Oh, he's going to be... Yeah, he gives a crap. Yeah, I know. he really He's scared. sleeping as we speak.
0: <laughs> Have been listening since show one on the $5 a month plan. and wish I could do more, but just getting by since 2006. Thanks for keeping us sane in this crazy world. Uh, Michael and Chris in Copper Harbor, Michigan is where they're really from. And, and finally, One Jacra. In Zevenar. <laughs> it sounds like a science fiction name <laughs> and town.
2: Zevenar. That's uh, in Gitmo Nation Lowlands. Zevenar. Oh. I want to
0: thank everybody who helped us out on this show. Thanks episode. for the love, everybody. We love you, too. 374. Go to Dvorak.org slash NoAgenda, N-A. I'm sorry, Dvorak.org slash N-A. Uh, com slash N-A. NoAgendaShow.com and com, and hit the donate button there and you
2: can help the us out. slash na Hey, you now we got uh, you know, we got a good date coming up this year, 10 11 12. Ooh, it's a good one, right? Yeah, that's a winner. I think that's when I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, see if Miss Mickey wants to marry me. 10 11 12. And she'll say 13. <laughs> if she says yes, that'll be a miracle right there. I don't know. I, have, I haven't gotten my second. So you're,
0: giving, you're giving a hint out. She's probably listening to the show.
2: No, I, I haven't gotten my second cup of coffee, so I don't know. I think I'm off. Maybe this is going to queer the deal. I think I'm off the list. Uh, hey, Adam and John, uh, I'm a high school math teacher. This is from uh, Kelly Spears. Uh, I bet she's hot. I'm a high school math teacher. <clears throat> you know, she's one of the, with the black horn rim glasses, and then she takes it off and lets her hair fall down, shakes it on her shoulders. I'm a high school math teacher, and this past Friday, our district brought in a guy to talk to us about some new trend in education. And the last thing he talked about was a marriage counselor named Dr. Gary Chapman, who has a theory about how everyone has a love language, a primary way of expressing and interpreting love. According to Dr. Chapman, there are five love languages. One, words of affirmation. Two, quality time three gifts and four acts of service and five physical touch. as you can see number three is gifts therefore donating is loving. So there's our theory once again unfortunately in practice it don't work that well but that's, that's well not today. Now we have these make goods we have to do all that I think we do there's some uh, Buzzkill jr. sent me all this stuff that I guess we've messed up some stuff here. Well, there's
0: a, there's one guy who keeps not showing up on on the download, and I think it's because uh, of weird the download, characters. not the down low. Some characters
2: uh, in the PayPal thing. I'm that's not sure out. what it
0: is, but this right. has happened a couple of times. It doesn't happen much, but uh, we eventually catch up to it. But we we will. <laughs> I hate to miss birthdays. It's my only.
2: Hey, the coffee just arrived. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh oh. Hey Mickey, have you heard? H- have you heard Mickey? No, I
16: didn't hear anything.
2: You didn't hear nothing. I was... Mom's the word. What would you say, honey?
16: Rose called me about something. That's why I got distracted.
2: Are you a distracted slave? Yes. Okay, good. Love you. Love you. Uh Hey, honey. Donating is love. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, Drew Larson says, In the morning, John and Adam, long-time boner, first-time donor, recently graduated college, currently looking for a job. I would love some karma to aid in the search. I started college in 2006, hoping to come out on the other side of the recession. I would go back to school if it wasn't for my mounting college debt. Thank you for keeping me sane through college and into my new life as a productive slave of society. So I guess this is one that we missed. So we're going to give him some karma right there.
12: You've got karma.
2: Barry writes, uh, apologies for not donating drunk. I'm still at work. I've been on a monthly subscription for over two years now, but recent events forced me to up the ante supporting the best podcast in the multiverse. Just like Adam, my wife and I are moving down south in the very near future. She's awaiting news of a transfer. She asked her company to pull off me. Well, I had an interview for a dream job with a tech company last week. <clears throat> we already did this one. Buzzkill Jr. Yeah, yeah we did this one. Yeah. Douche. Well, uh, no,
0: it was the guy who said we didn't. But now that you're, you're we reading did. the we multiverse didn't. thing, I read
2: yeah, it. He said, remember, he says, since we're at CES next week, don't call us. Yeah.
0: I don't remember Yeah, that. I, remember I do. The I remember that.
2: Line. I remember that because it was don't call us. Anyway, uh, thanks. Uh, thank you. Anyway, uh, he gave us. Uh, uh, he, he donated last week and we did thank him for that. And Kevin writes, the reason I'm writing again is I hope there's still a chance you can send some karma to a family friend that is recovering from brain surgery. He still has major headaches and vision issues, and we hope things get better soon. Well, of course. We'd like to give him some podcast. Yeah. You've karma got for that. karma. And then a quick uh, night karma. Sir Troy, hey John and Adam, only hours left until they announced the shot list, which I think means short list, for Tropfest, the film festival that we entered Gitmo Nation Down Under into. This is the movie that I uh, did the voice for. Uh, we are yet to hear whether they have accepted us if you could please give us Dame Jess and Sir Troy a karma shot it would go a long way towards putting our minds at ease well this will be the true test won't it
12: you've got thank
2: karma. you very much uh, says Sir, Sir Troy so uh, donating is indeed love and we appreciate it we need a little bit more though uh, we need more love in fact about twice as much just to be able to get by if you don't mind so appreciate it though celebrates uh, his birthday, turns 42 today. Bradley Seltzer congratulates his daughter, Jessica, who is 13. And I have Bradley Seltzer congratulating his daughter, Ashley, who is 15. That's a coincidence there. Robert Johnson congratulates himself. He uh, celebrates today on Sunday. And Michael Musial says happy birthday to himself 52 uh, tomorrow on um, the 16th and also to his wife Chris Musial happy birthday from all your buddies here at the no agenda show best podcast in the universe
10: happy birthday,
7: yeah!
2: let me just hit the program again Dvorak.org slash na maybe that'll help Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. We do have some uh, people who have topped off the knighthoods, uh, so we need to uh, grab our blades here Ooh, for a second. If you got can... to top off my blade. <laughs> nice. Martin Anderson and James Pierce, please step forward and kneel before the altar of the Knights of the No Agenda Roundtable. Both of you have succeeded in topping up your love for the show in the amount of $1,000 or more, and that qualifies you to be knighted. So I hereby proudly pronounce the. oh gosh really come back kneel again (laughs) stick out your ring finger i forgot that part because you also get that nifty no agenda night ring which uh, of course will be eventually found by historians and they'll wonder what the hell it was all about and who knows ah so here we go i've got the sword i hereby knight thee sir martin anderson and Sir James Pierce, both knights of the No Agenda Roundtable. Thank you so much for the love, your donations, hookers and blow, rent boys, Chardonnay, and of course hot pants and booze. If you're down south, right here for you. Whoopie do. Wow. So um,
0: I'm watching uh, the our national treasure. Treasure. They have a show called The Electric Company. I've. Complained about this show before.
2: The electric wasn't that a kids uh, show? Didn't they? Do it's a
0: kids show. It's a uh, show. It's an educational, educational kids show, and we have more proof that the educational TV does not work. It shouldn't even be on the air. There's nothing educational about what we're about to listen to, uh, and in fact, it may be counterproductive and make people idiots. But uh, this is what you hear when you listen to the National Treasures educational show.
2: Oh man, I'm so sorry. No, oh. I I can't you, find you it
0: Do you sleep at the wheel?
2: <laughs> what? I mean, what oh, hold on what? Here's what you
0: hear what? What, <clears throat> Let me start off Here's what you hear when you listen To the National, uh, hey, uh, national uh, Treasures Yeah, yeah, okay Educational show All right. <laughs> Go for, brush the dolphin And wash my elephant <laughs>
17: Woohoo, yeah You have succeeded, so we won't be needing you
16: oh, I just
17: love what I do
1: F is by far the laziest letter in the alphabet. In fact, it's so lazy it doesn't even show up in the word alphabet. Alphabet, but no F. Here's what I think happened. F called the PH. 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 I'm tired. Could you make the f sound for me in some words? Well, PH said, uh, "Okay, yeah, yeah, sure." I'll love to help out. So, next thing you know, PH started popping up in words like alphabet and trophy, while F was off fishing and eating fudge. <laughs> Lazy.
2: Ah, uh, that's just awesome. Do we pay for that? It's unbelievable. This whole this? show is like this. Do we pay? You know, it sounds a lot like uh, this other show I've been watching. <laughs> hey, we got the translation of that, by the way.
0: Yeah, we got it. You know, and he did say that.
2: Yeah, but it's a real slam when you, when you, when you know the translation. Yeah, it means you don't get it. You're an idiot. Yeah, he doesn't quite understand the situation. In other words, yeah. you're a dick. Hey, yeah. hey Romney. <laughs> 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 Thank you very yeah, much for a, all of these. It's an the... insult. And,
0: they, and you have to remember that is the you know, Asian form of it. You know, in, they, you know, they don't come out and say you're you a guys dick. No, no. They have no. to be kind of beat around the bush. So this is so, it's, it's this a is
2: big pretty slam. nasty yeah, for big Chinese
0: because of the same face thing.
2: I wonder if, uh, if there are a lot of Chinese Americans going, well, that's it. I'm not voting for that guy. He doesn't understand the situation. I don't know. It's possible. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I I, pre- I I like the fact
0: that we had. Have- Chinese are going well. <laughs> I think the result, most of the email I got, some of it different than yours. It, it, the only interesting observation was the guy's got a pretty good accent.
2: Yeah. Well, it's nice that so many of our listeners were able to translate it immediately. They were like, oh, here you go. This is a, We know what that means. My wife speaks Mandarin. we got a lot of uh, Chiners checking in like that.
0: I don't want to belabor the point, but I, I, I'm i going to ask for a request. Okay. Come on, one more Manning. Let's play it one more time. <laughs> whoop
1: and then no Obama's m- behind! Whoop <laughs> him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, whoop him with the Constitution! He is wholly and totally ineligible! He's a criminal! Whoop him, Ron! Whoop him! Whoop him and whoop him and Whoop him! <laughs>
12: I got a report uh, regarding that. Dennis Hoff owns the Bunny Ranch, and if the presidential election were held today, there's no question who would win here. The prostitutes at this legal brothel have a pimping for Paul campaign because Paul supports their right to make their living this way.
3: Yes, you have a right to do things that are very controversial. The working girls want to keep the
12: federal government out of their business, so they're asking customers to donate to Paul's campaign on their way out the door. In two days, they raised $587, and they're pimping for more.
2: I love it. Now, of course, I edited this, this report because they made it sound like, you know, this is on CNN. It was the health editor. Ugh. Yeah, because, of course, they made it sound like, you know, Oh, this is so crazy. Now the hookers want him. But of course, to me, it's like, great. I love that. I, I wish we had I wish we had tons of prostitutes donating to our cause. Oh yeah, man, don't, what have I, many, I don't even know if you know we have any prostitutes that listen to us. <laughs> well, you never would it be funny if we got a donation? So as hey, the, I'm a worker, we, co- we have code,
0: Here's we, $50, we have
2: code. It's a $69 donation. We'll know what you mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more.
0: Yeah, we have had a couple of those, but they're always coming in from guys.
2: <laughs> well, they, hey, there's rent boys out there. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. We, I think we might have a couple rent boys listening to us. So I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be, I'd be proud, actually. Yeah, I'm sure you. I would, would be proud. Hey, very, so, co- uh, I'm sorry. Go
0: I got a couple of just off-the-wall clips mm-hmm. just to show you what, you know, Santorum, I don't want to really do much with Santorum, but listen to the Santorum. He's wearing, from- he,
2: do you know that, I saw him this morning, he's now wearing a vest with his name on it.
0: Yeah, no, his vest, he's selling those vests. He sold almost a thousand of these vests, and then you can buy them on the <laughs> website, and it's got his name on them. Santorum vest. <laughs> yeah, Santorum
2: sweater vest. You know, people will be going to curioso shops uh, t- 50 years from now, what's this? Screw the ring. Look at that vest. That's beautiful. Wow. I want, I want what is a
0: Santorum? Was it a club? Was it a private club? Let the me San, look or, that up. Or is it where they put the insane people in the insane Santorum? <laughs> so uh, he's got he's this kick about natural gas. Now, you know for a fact that you can get your car converted to natural gas, and a lot of people do it because you get – all kinds of extra privileges on like carpool lane stuff yeah, and you lose and it costs you I've seen it be done as low as $1000 and you end up having to uh, for the conversion and most of the conversions can go back and forth between gasoline yes, and natural gas and, this, you, and you, you have to put a tank in your trunk a, it's an oxygen tank sized thing in your trunk yeah, that's yeah. it but listen to this idiot
3: and so We need to look at natural gas as not really an alternative to automotive fuels, but it is an alternative to uh, 18-wheelers and garbage trucks and buses and other fleet vehicles as a way of burning clean energy, affordable energy, energy that we produce in this country. We are 100% self-sufficient on natural gas in this country. And it's a fuel that we should be using more of. It is cheap. And it can, it can be used in transportation. Again, not automobiles because it's about $15,000 a car, and you have to have tanks all over, your, uh, all over the place. But it can be used <laughs> on larger vehicles, and we need to be moving to that direction. Why? Because natural gas vehicles burn why clean and the maintenance on those vehicles is a lot less than when you're burning oil.
2: Okay, so he's an uneducated douche. I mean, it sounds like you got a tank on your roof and a tank in the passage. The way he was describing
0: it, waving his arms around, it was indicating a tank. Huge. On your
2: roof. T- so, are we talking about liquid petroleum gas (LPG) here, or are you talking about propane? No, LPG, LPG. Right. Yeah. No. It, it, in fact, uh, in Gitmo Nation Lowlands, when I was growing up there in the '70s and '80s, it was very normal. Lots of people had LPG tanks. Yeah. And 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 it know, smells great, by the way. When they it does. Blow. It smells sweet and stuff. And people would always smell. laugh. You know, like you know, it's like, uh, ha ha! I got my LPG tank because you know, it, at the time was like thirty percent of the cost of uh, of a liter of uh, petrol. Of petrol, it's it still re- cheaper. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But oh no, you got to have huge tanks everywhere. It's not good. It's only good for eighteen wheelers and garbage trucks. You idiot! <laughs> that
0: makes no sense. Oh, Why man. would it
2: be good for an eighteen wheeler? Because they got plenty of room. You know, the, uh, the driver doesn't tanks. need a, those tanks. He doesn't need a cab to sleep in. He can sleep on the tanks.
0: So I just wonder if these guys just kind of make this stuff up as they go along. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, totally.
0: So while you were wa- reading the thing, I was listening to C-span. If you want to, if people out there want to know what kind of sacrifices we eventually make, I ended up listening to the and I don't know if you've seen these, but they have every so often on C-SPAN, they have Supreme Court hearings. Yeah, I've seen them from time to time. Well, you don't really see anything (laughs) No, you because all they have is the sound and then the
2: picture of the judge. It's very boring. It's very boring. You sit there and go like, man, have I been sitting here for like five minutes and the picture didn't move? (laughs) (laughs)
10: The picture (laughs) didn't
2: move. I I really got to like do something about my life. (laughs) So there's a couple, I didn't
0: realize what you got to do. These guys... Here's an example. They're having a hearing on the FCC and its arbitrary rules about what constitutes uh, obscenity on television. And the oh, yeah. broadcasters are up, up in arms about this because it's arbitrary. It is. And they went on with how this show is on, and you can just say Spielberg, whatever he does is gold. You can do that, but you can't yeah, show it was, somebody's butt. And it ban- whatever.
2: yeah, it's like in uh, what was it? What was the instance? Was it Band of Brothers or was it. Uh- Anyway, if it's, yeah, if, oh no, it was right,
0: right that was but there was a bunch of these, Also
2: but, um his Schindler's list, if it's in the context of uh of war and horrible atrocities, then it's okay to use the f-word.
0: Yeah, that or show a nuded person. Yeah. So they had uh, they're going on and this is I got two clips. <laughs> did you One say did um, you
2: say a nuded person? <laughs> nuded. I think you said nuded. <laughs> I think it's a good word. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> okay. The guy's been
0: nuded. <laughs> I'm coming at you Nuded and all So there's I don't know if these things are boring Or whatever but Uh, first of all, there's some discussion going on and, and Ginsburg, who is this old lady on the Supreme court, she (laughs) comes in and she says some comment, well, maybe they should keep people from coming on and interviewing, you know, she you know, she says, you know, when you bring on these artists, they can cuss on the air and she just had some stupid thing to say. And then the guy follows up, he pays no attention, keeps talking. And then Scalia comes in with a snide remark saying, or maybe they shouldn't have those sorts of people on the TV. And, and then the guy, the, 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 the attorney for ABC, I believe, he, I, I don't know what he doesn't say he doesn't even acknowledge that Scalia says anything and he keeps talking as though this is insanity but I was listening to this I'm going what is wrong with these people
11: this is not this is not something that covers a vast array of speech on broadcast it's a tiny fraction and so and I do think when if you're talking about the uh, Pacific as the outer bound the consequences are the shock jocks are fine the Super Bowl halftime episode with Janet Jackson is fine you can have as many of these seven second uh, episodes of NYPD PD Blue, as you want—that's all fine. In fact, anything that's uh, anything that isn't at that.
19: And on the other level, side, you fine. better be careful about
5: calling certain people, certain artists to be interviewed, because even though it's unscripted. There's always a risk they're going to say something they shouldn't say.
11: But uh, a couple answers there. One is the the delay in bleeping technology, Justice Ginsburg, and the other one is that there is a ciente requirement uh, under the Commission's uh, enforcement authority here, and so in that situation, it seems highly unlikely that you would have the requisite ciente that could lead to a forfeiture. Maybe the third is you shouldn't interview these people. <laughs> Well, uh, let me spend if I could a, a minute on the NYPD blue broadcast. The-
2: wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's our Supreme Court right there. Yeah, don't interview people who might say something naughty, like like f word or. Well, by the way, vagina is okay. That's yeah, they gave it
0: to go in. So I was thinking, well, these guys, this is like idiotic. But now it got to the point where do these. Supreme Court justices, and in this case, one of Clinton's appointees, Ginsburg is the other one. This guy, Breyer, B-R-E-Y-E-R, B R E Y E R. this guy who's got the most pretentious way of talking. This guy, I'm going to tell you, it's kind of set this up. This is the central time zone clip. This guy doesn't seem to realize, and he kind of stumbles around because he realizes he doesn't realize. He doesn't know that the central time, you know, on television they have... West Coast time, Central time, and Central time is essentially just the same as the New York feed, so it's, it's broadcast an hour earlier. Yeah, I, I get to So go, it's 9 I, Central, yeah. 10
2: East, 10 West, yeah, right? I, yeah, I get to Letterman at 10.30 here.
0: Everybody in the world knows this, don't they?
2: Uh, I guess I should play the clip.
0: Well, no, before you, you could answer the question. Do, doesn't, don't most people know this to be a fact, and it's not some sort of a plot,
2: I mean it's almost so automatic that you know you But you, this
0: guy this guy Breyer who is just apparently wait, he, 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 never watched who, Is he a he Supreme Court judge?
2: Is he a judge?
0: He's the Supreme Court judge. And he says that well, they showed it at ten on the East Coast, but then they decided decided to sneak it in at nine. <laughs>
1: What? No, 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 no. no, no I'm no. telling
11: you. For Play. 10 years that had features. This the- wasn't. I mean, I, I, I don't know about this instance. It's called nude awakening. It's about the sexual awakening of a child. You ran at your client after 10 o'clock. ...on both coasts, and they choose to run it at 9 o'clock for some unknown reason uh, in the uh, Midwest. (laughs) Maybe they thought, I don't know, whatever. But (laughs) but, my point is, what the FCC often terribly told you to do was run it one hour later (laughs) in the Midwest, just as you did on the coast.
2: Wow. Uh, That's awesome. They ran it
0: for some unknown reason.
2: What an idiot. Was that unbelievable?
0: I was a jaw dropper. I'm listening. This is our Supreme Court. Mm. Yeah, They're making decisions about all the, you know, whether the law should be this or that. And, they, and this guy thinks they're running something an hour early for some unknown reason on the central time zone. I mean, are they that out of touch? This is, I mean, this is, dis- this, I found it distressing.
2: Meanwhile... Do you know that uh, you know we were talking earlier about uh, ICANN? Do you know that they actually own Internet time now? No. Yeah, uh, this have the the time zone database, which keeps track of uh, time zones, and it's uh, Unix, Linux, of course, uh, Apple's Mac OS uses this database database to um, coordinate times across geographic regions. Uh, Oracle, MySQL. Uh, anything written in Java, Perl, PHP, uh, that is now being run by ICANN as well. They just took that over just earlier this month. Didn't hear about that. They own time on the internet. The time zone master <laughs> they list. Time? They own time. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing to own. I yeah. wouldn't mind owning some time. Yeah, they just said, "Hey, we'll uh, we'll run that. Don't you worry about it." You know what you could uh. do if you messed up that database? The you time zone. A lot da- of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Wow. That's uh. That's pretty sad, John.
0: So I'm watching uh, – I didn't realize this. – you're always thinking about the – this was – I'm going to play a clip from a, a movie that was written in 2007. This is before Janet Napolitano ever showed up. I think we may have talked about this a couple years ago. This is Starship Troopers? This is Troopers? a new version of, of – of what? Starship Troopers? Number three. Did you know they made three of these turkeys? Yeah, we already played this clip. Not, no, this is from number three, though. This is a new one. This is a new commercial. Oh. This is the origins
2: uh, clip? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I, I know. We have talked about it before that apparently Janet Napolitano got to see something, say something from a science fiction story written in 1960. But this is the one that came out in 2008 as Obama was being elected. And then they really emphasized the see something thing.
16: A man who called himself a citizen. Yes.
8: Yeah. A
9: man. He is no better than a plug. One more day if I
8: have That to man you. is Elmo Gonef, self proclaimed pacifist we turned terrorist. That. And today he and other members of the Gonef Peace Coalition are wanted in connection with the council bombing. And hey, citizen, you can help. Know your neighbors?
1: that thing off!
8: Take another look, citizen. You could be living next door to a big fat reward. If you see something, say something.
2: Would you like to know more? Yeah, that was a big revelation uh, that we did last year, uh, John. So, uh, so I, I just yeah. wanted to re, re-revelate it because, <laughs> because we have new reveal.
0: listeners. <laughs> but the, I, I, I think, do you want to know more? Is a meme that our government needs to drop into. Well, I like the I, mean, the, I like the Hey
2: Citizen. That's my favorite. I part.
0: like Hey Citizen. Yeah,
2: Hey, hey Citizen. Citizen. <laughs> that's just we should, whenever we. Maybe we should start doing something new. Besides, in the morning, just say, "Hey, citizen."
0: Hey, citizen. Yeah, I don't like to be that derivative.
2: <laughs> hey, citizen. I'm, I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna talk to you from now on. Hey, hey. citizen. How you doing, citizen? Hey, citizen. Hey, um, I'm gonna. Hey, citizen. I'm gonna play a clip for you, a news clip from uh, upstate New York, near Buffalo, Leroy. And uh, this is, uh, it's some crazy's going on up there. And I want you to tell me what you think is happening, particularly when you hear the, uh, uh, I think it's the Surgeon General of uh, New York State. I guess they have their own Surgeon General. Uh, he's at the beginning of this clip. Uh, there's something very weird happening with teenage girls up there. And I want you to tell me what you think is happening.
5: State health officials addressed hundreds of concerned parents and community members here at Leroy Jr. Senior High School. But for some of them, the information that officials had to give just wasn't enough.
3: We do have some answers. We will share as much as we can. Without sharing the diagnosis we can 't do that it 's not right it 's a federal issue, but it's it 's not right either
5: answers leading to more questions in Leroy as state health officials tried to calm the fears of hundreds of parents, wondering why twelve high school students, all girls have developed strange, uncontrollable tics in recent months.
3: I can assure you that these uh, individual the, the, the children have all been seen by professionals who have come up with an answer and they're being treated appropriately and they're actually doing pretty well.
5: State health officials and Leroy Superintendent wow, Kim Cox this, yes, met with a full this, auditorium yes. after a three-and-a-half month investigation announcing they've ruled out environmental factors like carbon monoxide as well as infections or communicable disease. Illegal drugs were also ruled out.
3: We got the best minds focused in on this and we're comfortable with, with what we've come up with. But
5: just what they've come up with officials can't say. Just Generally speaking, they cited genetics, head trauma, and drugs for OCD and ADHD as potential causes. Antihistamines are also known to cause tics. Stress and anxiety make them worse. Well, what is but those answers weren't enough for Jim DuPont. He says his daughter has missed nearly every day of school this past month.
8: And uh, so now she has to be tutored. And I worry about her future. She's only 17. She can't even drive now.
5: DuPont says his daughter is seeing a neurologist, but he hasn't heard a diagnosis.
0: You feel frustrated and helpless because you don't, you don't know what you can do, and um, you're just not getting any answers.
2: All right. What do you think is going on up there, John, that they can't talk about because it's a federal issue and we know we're confident we know what's going on, but it's, uh, it's okay. Shut up, slave. Uh, hey, citizen, you don't need to know what's happening. What could that be, John, that's happening to teenage girls who are developing ticks and twitches like they have Tourette's syndrome?
0: Well, if, it, if I was to guess, not knowing, but the first thing that comes to mind when I hear this, this, this description is insecticides. Teenage girls. And they're all teenage
2: girls. And you, oh,
0: HPV. It's got to have something to do with HPV. Gardazil, of course. So they, did you think they all took Gardazil? Of course they did.
2: Teenage mm-hmm. girls all getting this?
0: Right, right, right. Teenage, that would, that teenage girls wouldn't
2: work. Or the boys would have the same yep. problem. Teenage girls. It's gar- Why can't we? You hear the guy in the beginning. Yeah, we, we know what's going on, but we can't tell you. It's a federal issue. You know, a shut up, slave. You know, not need to know. It's Gardazil. Ah, yeah. <laughs> This was one of our producers that uh, sent this to me. I thought that was a great catch. I'm like, wow, it's so obvious what's happening here. Only girls, please. It's like, wow. Yeah,
0: that's a good catch by the producer. It's a great catch. Administrators in Leroy School have updated parents about a mysterious disorders affected 12, causing them to exhibit sy- symptoms similar to Tourette's. And then they go on with a long discussion of Tourette's. Yeah, well, we don't so need to tell Democrat and Chronicle, a like Gannett. Newspaper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, I do have... Well, a, that's a scandal, if true. It's a huge scandal. And, but the thing is, they're not telling the parents. They say, we know what it is, but you can't know. Shut up. Well, we're good. We're good. We know what's going on, but we can't tell you. It's a federal issue.
0: Well, if all these girls got a, a Gardasil shot, which by this that's thesis what, would be the case, they all they have yeah. to do is ask them. Yeah, that's a we're talking about major, major, major what they don't want to talk about it because there's a lawsuit here waiting to happen. That would be not only kill the Gardasil business because uh-huh. of the situation, but it would sue the company out of uh, out of existence.
2: Exactly. That's so it. let's
0: yeah, let's shut it up.
2: Let's see if someone can. Uh, let's see. You know, if, it
0: only takes two girls. Two of them come out and say, hey, I took the shot and now you know, and then, uh,
2: yeah, I'm looking online to see if uh yeah, well, here, oh, he, well, yeah, okay, so I'm not the only one figuring this one out for sure. What is this, uh, is, you know, who who did this video? Let's see what this is. Possible break.
9: What is up, YouTube Matt Larson 10? Coming at you yeah, with, okay. a, with a... No,
2: we don't need that. Um, look, uh, I have Tourette's Syndrome, very mild case of it. I didn't get no HPV shot, okay? Uh, it, it, this is an unknown condition. No one knows what causes this. You think I haven't looked into it? It's unknown. Now, I don't think these girls are going around going,
1: no, you
2: know, I don't think they have that kind of Tourette's. No, no. <laughs> that would add a more humor but, to uh, the story. Yeah, that would, would be kind of cool <clears throat> if you're in class. But uh, no, this is, this is completely sad. And I think you're right. I think there's a huge, huge scandal brewing here. And hopefully someone can, uh, all it would take is just say, hey, did your daughter have a Gardasil shot? Yeah, he needs one reporter asking three girls. Oh, boy. You think that the reporters who actually uh, live on the money from the uh, Gardasil vaccine commercials would actually do that and report on it? You think so? You think that'll really happen, John? I guess not. Hey, citizen. We need to focus our attention for a moment because, of course, uh, it was very quiet. I think the silence before the storm was very quiet over there in Euroland. Uh, but things have not stopped. Uh, Some important news came out that we just need to discuss briefly.
14: Yeah, there's no doubt that it will...
15: Oh, what was, what was that? Uh, let me hit this one. Over its massive debt, Whoa. negotiators representing the investors who lent money to Athens again met the Greek prime minister on Friday, but there was no agreement. And afterwards, a source for the negotiators said they are now much less optimistic. Another meeting is planned next week. The investors have said that they will accept getting back only half of their original loans, but the talks have been complicated by demands for further concessions. The Greek government needs to slash its debt to more sustainable levels and convinced the European Union and IMF to keep lending it money. It wants another 130 billion euros on top of the 110 billion bailout it got in May 2010. Greece's total debt is 340 billion euros. Without a fresh injection of cash, the country will go bankrupt in March. That's when it has to repay earlier loans, which are coming due. A deal must be struck well before the 20th of March, when 14.5 billion euros' worth of government bonds will be redeemed, because the paperwork alone will take at least six weeks to process. So um, this is, uh, of
2: course, in relation to standards and poor's downrating uh, the debt of the following countries... Cyprus, Italy, Portugal, Spain uh, by two notches. That's literally what the S&P report says. Two notches, like it's the Eurovision Song Contest. Two notches. Uh, they lowered the long-term ratings on Austria, France, Malta, the Slovak Republic, and Slovenia by one notch. And affirmed the, long t- affirmed the long-term ratings on Belgium, which had already been downgraded, Estonia, Finland, Germany, Ireland, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands. All ratings on the 16 sovereigns have been removed from the credit watch where they were placed with negative implications on December 5th. Um, So this is uh, important. Uh, This report from Euronews, I might add, uh, was, I believe, broadcast before the talks literally broke down. The hedge fund guys walked away from the table. They said, we're not taking no 50% haircut. We're not doing that. They're all insured. And, of course, this will trigger a huge derivative Issue, if uh, Greece were to default, um, your thoughts on this, citizen?
0: It's a mess. <laughs> okay, beginning of the end. They yeah. just keep um, dude, these guys have done a wonderful job, the EU folks, even though you know you have people criticizing them of of forestalling the inevitable. I'm just wondering how long they can go. I was suspecting from following this fairly closely. That the, all hell would break loose this month, and it would set off the worldwide economic collapse. But I'm thinking these guys are so good at this that I think they can go. They can kick it down a few. They're not getting much further than a couple more months. But that March deadline is going to be one of the
2: showdown points. And I don't know. Here's one of the guys from uh, Russia. Print more money, folks. Print more money. Well, if only they would. You know, that would that would certainly prolong it. But uh, they're not. The uh, European Central Bank doesn't seem to want to do that. Uh, here's one of the Russia Today commentators.
14: It struck a, a terrible blow for Sarkozy. His only real uh, chance of winning the election was to show himself as a safe pair of hands, as uh, the devil you know in a crisis. Uh, now it's clear that uh, France has both the crisis and the devil that they know. So in internal French politics, it's a very serious event indeed. But I repeat, it's not just a political matter. It is the assessment by a rating agency of the ability of France and other countries to repay its debt and it's an assessment therefore that the debt situation in Europe has not been tackled and that in fact it is getting worse. We've had a eurozone crisis now for two years uh, and it's been in particularly intense for the last six months and a standard and pause in their press statement announcing the credit cut say that they think that the European leaders have not responded to the crisis adequately and that's why they're downgrading the countries. So it's an assessment of the of the situation uh, on the ground which is that european countries are struggling to contain their debt
2: so um the way i read <laughs> just say it man i don't have to go to another computer and look at what you're skyping me okay i'm just setting up the end of show clips <laughs> i have an end of show clip too though what do you have i have ron paul kicking everyone on mbc's at msnbc's ass he has the most eloquent interview with Morning Joe, uh, with uh, what's her name, Brzinski, Milka, Mil- Milka. Yeah, her, her, Who's like. <laughs> why don't we just run that? How long is it? It's about eight minutes. Oh, jeez. But it's but he's so good because it's okay, only. Well, it's, why don't we just oh,
0: run, it, run that, and I'll save my two clips, and I'll actually edit the whole thing together. Well, so if, you, so well, if
2: you have Euro things, I'm, I am interested because no, it's not Euro. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you had Euro things. Okay,
0: No, no, I got some other stuff that's completely... Uh...
2: Well, just on the Euro thing, then, just to let you know how this... So, First of all, very important, because what this guy was saying was that this is to screw Sarkozy. And we know that the standards and poor, it's a commercial business, so they're taking their orders probably from the Federal Reserve or, or Treasury someone. or someone. Um, so it is to screw Sarkozy. I'm pretty sure of that. That's, uh, you know, so France is like, hey, goodbye. I still think, John... They're going to pull it off. I don't think the euro will collapse. I think they're just going to integrate. They, they so de- it's been going on since 1956. They so desperately want to have everyone paying their taxes to Brussels that I think they're really going to try and pull it off. They're going to try and integrate. So your taxes go directly to the central European state. I think there's still a real possibility of that happening. In fact, the standards and poor report actually says that's what they need to do. They need the fiscal union. The political and fiscal union. That will lead to civil war. So, yes, sure. Go (laughs) that way. It will. Meanwhile, in uh, there, in uh, Baron von Pelsmacher's backyard is to show you how. Now, let's, let's just say, John, let's just say in a crazy world. Where this actually could happen. And uh, I wanted to buy your house. Now, your house is probably about $125,000. I'm just guessing. What? I'm just guessing. Yeah. Okay, 200000 Whatever. Uh, it's not a castle. We're in California. Okay. two forty-five. And I said, I want to buy this house from you. And I came over with a suitcase full of dollar bills. Would that be acceptable to you? Yeah. Would you say, congratulations, Adam, here's the deed, enjoy? Yeah. That'd be more than acceptable. Well, that's not the way it works with the euro. Certainly not. Wait a minute. Yeah, listen to this. I didn't even know this. Apparently, there was already a legal limit in Belgium, which means, of course, it's all over Gitmo Nation Euroland, that payments in cash are now to be reduced from 15,000 to 5,000 euro. So you can't pay for anything in cash if it's over five thousand euros. And what? Of course, yeah, and of course the new measures are intended to help in the battle against money laundering. So it, no, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's good for you. They even want to lower it to three thousand. What if I wanted to pay by check? No, that may be okay, but I think it's the cash that is a problem. Oh, they don't, Yeah, that's because they want to go
0: to a cashless society so you can monitor of every course. cent you have. And so you, everything has to be on a card. It's like the food stamp thing in the United States. Mm-hmm. Now it's all on a credit, credit. card. Debit card. So, you know, so, it's a, so it's a debit card. Yep. So everything's on a card. So you, Adam, you're going to get paid. It gets to go on this card. Now you have like 10000 20000 on there, whatever it's worth, the card. And then somebody in the government says, you know, I think we should investigate this guy. Pull his money.
2: Yeah block his account
0: block his account he turn can't off, spend off his a chip hey citizen and you have
2: no <laughs> cash you can't get out of
0: town there's no money allowed because you can't you know this is a cashless society
2: yeah and now you're screwed hey citizen <laughs> that's right it's coming really close uh, but Gibbon Nation lowlands is even better i couldn't believe this i mean this they might be a, a, not a civil war but an uprising before you know it, uh, maybe. I don't know. The, you know Seems with, unlikely. Yeah, you know, they've got the voice over there in all, the, in all the Euroland countries. Everyone's like glued to the television. Oh, the voice is on tonight. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he's such a good singer. The uh, <clears throat> In the borough of Amsterdam West, the council is going to introduce parking fees based on the length of the car. This is like that idiotic crap
0: in Finland. <laughs>
2: yeah. So if you have a bigger car, you might be, you might might wind up paying twice as much to park than a smaller car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is crazy.
2: <laughs>
0: it either fits in the spot or it doesn't. <laughs> awesome.
2: It's awesome. <laughs>
0: This is like what they, I think they should do. You might as well just go all the way with this sort of thinking. I'll tell you where this leads. And, it, and I, I'm actually personally stunned that it hasn't happened already. Hey, citizen. When you go on an airplane, they weigh you
2: and you <laughs> get charged by the pound. Yeah, that's right. Hey, citizen, you look a little uh, pudgy around there. Why don't you step on the scale for a second, citizen? Don't worry, it's just normal procedure. Hey, citizen. That'll be an extra 25 bucks. Oh, you got luggage? Oh, hey, citizen. Yeah, you're right. That's all coming. And we'll be sitting here going down on the Titanic.
0: It's all coming that way because there's more ways to gouge the public.
2: Hey, what are we doing in Afghanistan again, John? What what, what was the point again? Why are we there? To get bin Laden. Yeah, now that we got him, what what should we be doing there? Uh, Rebuilding the country. No, come on. That's got to be another reason. Let me think.
0: Uh, To pee on people.
2: (laughs) Is there anything that we could do that might uh, make some money? Oh, yeah, we could grow poppies.
19: The United Nations says there's been a dramatic increase in the price and production of Afghan opium. The latest report by the UN Office on Drugs and Crime will make worrying reading. It says opium farmers in Afghanistan probably earned more than 1.4 billion dollars in 2011. That's equivalent to nine percent of Afghanistan's GDP. The UNODC says there's also been a big increase in opium production. Prices began rising in 2010 after plant diseases wiped out much of the poppy crop. As a result, Higher prices were predicted in 2011, but the UN says these have exceeded expectations. Yahoo! Many farmers say they want to plant more opium poppies because of the high prices. UN officials say opium is now a significant part of the African economy, which funds the insurgency and fuels corruption.
2: It's a bonanza! 1.4 billion, but the production, because I read the report, of course, so you don't have to, the production of opium, so not just the poppies, the production is 2.4 billion. This is a bonanza, baby. And this is just the, that,
0: if the farmers are making 1.4 billion, and of course they're the low end, they're at the yeah. bottom. Yeah. There is a um, possibility that, uh, that, I mean, or not the possibility, but if you do the math, the numbers must be enormous. I mean, I can't imagine what the, Intelligence oh. agency cut must oh. be. It must oh, be my god twenty thirty forty billion. Who knows? Well, it's a
2: hundred billion at least because that's the amount they're allowed to take in gifts. Remember, they're allowed to take gifts over there, donations. Remember, we read that in the National Defense oh, Authorization right, right, Act. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, allowed to take gifts. Yeah, that's a hundred billion.
0: So uh, there's a little subtext of the story you kind of overlook, mm-hmm. which is that the poppy. Uh, Seeds had, or the poppies had this disease or whatever. Yeah, yeah, to raise the price. uh, You know that Monsanto sells poppy seeds?
2: (laughs) You're kidding me. Check it out. (laughs) Really? Can I just buy them from them off the rack? Let me see. Monsanto (laughs) poppy seeds? Really? Well, it says, I mean, I'm seeing some
0: evidence that they've used uh, Monsanto poppy seeds. And they're trying, I guess they're developing a poppy seed that can't reproduce, so you can just have a, which would be the safest way to grow them, of course.
2: Organic poppy seeds, no less. (laughs) <laughs> wow! Heirloom seeds, heirloom poppy seeds. That's right. We harvested these these right there from the fields in Afghanistan, and then we protected them so they killed themselves after that. So you know we're gonna raise the price of the overall the heroin market. The, you know, if you want some black man, it's gonna be hard because we got to corn it because these poppy seeds will die, and the Afghanis, they gotta go buy our seeds again. You see, it's somebody's a really gotta good buy seeds from somewhere, especially
0: if these other seeds are it's having a, a disease system. problem. It's
2: a good system. It's a very very good system. We're really smart. You're all a-holes and we're on to you yeah that's my bottom line all right let me set up this final end of show clip uh and i gotta ease into it uh with a uh the pew internet a pew not internet yeah they have uh, an internet study
0: internet uh, the study of american whatever but they also just they also just have research
2: yeah they also have just the pew research and the la times did a nice hit job on ron paul And of course, you know, we are trained as media assassins to go in and look at the underlying research. And here it starts off with uh, the headline is Voters Struggle to Answer Basic Questions About the GOP Field. And uh, a new poll by the Pew Research Center for the People and the Press posed four questions. Which GOP candidate served as Speaker of the House? But then here's their conclusion, 43% of voters answered at least three of the questions correctly compared with just 16% of non-voters. Voters Voters were least able to name the candidate who opposes U.S. involvement in Afghanistan. So the way this reads is like, oh my God, no one knows that Ron Paul's against the war, right? That's what it reads. So I go and look at the research and uh, they asked four questions. And this is almost like one of those joke things where you ask three easy questions and you ask a tough one and then people are all flustered and they don't know what to say. I mean, that's how you do these things. Question number one, which GOP candidate served as Speaker of the House? 69% knew. Mitt Romney was governor of. 53% knew that. After Iowa and New Hampshire, the next primary is in. 45% knew that. And then which GOP candidate opposes U.S. involvement in Afghanistan? 44%. It's not like that was completely off the radar. It was 44% of the people knew that. That's actually really good. Yeah, it sounds reasonable. It's not like nobody knew. Well, I mean, considering that that, uh, only 45% knew after Iowa and New Hampshire, the next primary is South Carolina, which has been on the news incessantly,
0: I think it's more of an indictment of the Los Angeles Times not getting the word of, you know, the facts to the public. I think that they're they're, that's what I'm saying.
2: saying. That's what I'm saying. They're they're trying to make Ron Paul look bad again by, oh, no one knows. No one knows what he's all about. The least. They didn't say 44 percent. They said the least. 44 percent. I'm impressed, actually.
0: Yeah, this is this news. Some of these newspapers have no. I mean, the Los Angeles Times is is a real loser.
2: Yeah. Who runs that? Who owns that outfit?
0: Well, now it's a guy that's—he's the supermarket king from Chicago. He's out of Illinois.
2: Chicago. Oh, by the way, in the show notes, a fantastic article about uh, Valerie Jarrett. uh, Now written by—I will admit—the Weekly Standard. But finally, someone's looking into who she is and what she does, and it starts off with she seems to function as a sort of third party to the Obama marriage guarding the president and his wife from bad news and outside influence while they are meeting with Lady Gaga.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a funny line. I'm beginning to think there may be some sort of a uh, menage a trois going on.
2: Ooh, what do you think? Now, now, now all of a sudden that became sexy. She's got a big rack. Well.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Maybe he's the beard. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a possibility. Uh, Anything can happen on the No Agenda show. It is the best podcast in the universe. And uh, coming up right after uh, the show, we have, um, we don't have a No Agenda producers update, but inside the podcaster studio where Gitmo Slave will be interviewing guest stars Sir Craig Jones and Sir Andrew, known as Kem Slave. So make sure you check that out on noagendastream.com. I'm Adam Curry here in uh, the drone uh, star state, Camp MoFo. (laughs) And from Northern Silicon Valley, John C. Dvorak. We'll talk to you again on Thursday right here on No Agenda. End of show clip is Ron Paul. Croning MSNBC. All
7: right, Okay. Conner, Conner, okay. Let, let, let me ask you. I mean, I understand where you're coming from here. I think sort of. You know, but the house is already on fire, and I think no matter who, no matter yeah, what I mean,
9: we think, how
10: the fire,
7: and the house is on fire. Our house is on fire. So let's take one industry specifically. Let's take the automotive industry in this country. Are you saying spend no money on the automobile industry in this country? That American automobile manufacturing let it disappear?
3: Well, I I think you're correct. The house is on fire, and you think you're putting water on it, and I think you're putting kerosene on it. Okay. And uh, that's the big argument. No, you take the car industry. Yes, I think we should put more money into the car industry, but it should come from private sources. It shouldn't come from government because government will divvy out the money politically. But there are private sources of money. If there's anything of value, it'll be bought up. But you don't. You can't value anything when the government buys up uh, assets that aren't sellable you buy up (laughs) worthless assets so there's some worthless assets in these car companies so if you want good money to go into car companies you have to allow real capital to flow into it so you yes you do want that you just don't want the government to do it.
13: so what systemic changes if you look at tax policy which alters flow of capital as you as you know well if you look at whether it's a spending or or any other aspect of the use of money interest rates monetary supply et cetera What systemic change would you put in, would you exploit this opportunity to change the system of capitalism in America for the better? How would you change it?
3: get rid of the income tax, get rid of corporate taxes, get, and, and really lower taxes, but you have to lower spending. Would you add a you consumption tax
13: to make up for that? Would you Would you put a consumption oh, no. tax in? How would you make up for the lost revenue on income tax? I agree with you on income and business tax, I just don't know where you get the revenue elsewhere. And I would argue well, I'm, not, I'm
3: not. Inter- I'm not interested in getting the revenues. I want to cut spending. But the problem is, is nobody wants to cut the American empire. Even Obama's uh, administration wants to increase spending overseas and increase military spending. As long as long as you want to run the world empire at a trillion dollars a year, believe me, you cannot solve this problem. And that is where the crux of the matter is. So yes, you have to cut spending along with cutting taxes. So to say, well, let's have a consumption tax, that's just transferring the, you know, the penalty to new victims. But you want to get taxes down, you want to get rid of regulation. You don't want to do what we did after the Enron failure, pass Sarbanes-Oxley, you know, by the conservative Republicans. That's the fault. It's in the thinking that we need so much government Mm -hmm. Congressman are
18: you you really saying that, that given the meltdown on Wall Street and some of the craziness that we saw at Citigroup and Merrill and other places that there should be less regulation not more in some cases
3: yeah, we should have more on the Federal Reserve so that we know that we're doing. They're exempt from regulation, as is Treasury. We give Treasury $350 billion and we don't even know but where but they but spend but it. About That's the type of regulation, regulation you want.
18: But what about on, what on Wall Street? Do you, do you not want to see on some of these derivative products, do you not want to see there be some kind of regulation in terms sure. of, uh, of what the banks can do?
3: Sure, anybody who commits fraud goes to jail, just as they did in Enron. We didn't need Sarbanes Oxley to prosecute everybody in Enron through uh, through the laws of, of fraud. If they commit fraud, they go to prison. Just like Madoff, you, you know, we had all those regulations, SEC and everything else, and he got by. Did but, 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 S- but, but it but Congress, SEC not, didn't work.
18: But, Congressman, it's not just fraud in some cases. In some cases, people had very little equity put down and were leveraging things up tremendously. Should there not be regulation about how much equity? You effectively have to put in the deal, or how much yeah. capital you have to have on your balance sheet?
3: Sure, and if you understand uh, leveraging up equity and and debt, you have to look at fractional reserve banking. That's where you pyramid debt. So they're doing exactly what the Federal Reserve does: is they create money out of thin air and they pyramid debt. That's where the bubble comes from. That's why you have to look at monetary policy. Yeah. But you're looking at the symptoms rather than the
7: cause. Hey, mm. Congressman, hang hang with me for a couple of seconds here. I am extremely limited and ninety percent of this conversation that you've been having with dylan and carlos has gone way above my head but your basic theory let's get government out of nearly everything let's swing back to what i do nearly every morning i drive to work on roads filled with potholes beneath bridges that are crumbling What's the answer here? Do I go out and try and find six carpenters and some bricklayers and some masons to fix those bridges and bridges, roads and bridges? Government's got to do it. What's the deal here? What is your point of view about stuff like that? Basic reconstruction of this country.
3: Okay, I know I can't have my perfect society quickly, but what I would do is quit bombing bridges in Iraq and then paying to the rebuild them and then wasting the money in the rebuilding over there. I would take that money, save it on the deficit, cut the deficit and spend some on our infrastructure. Okay. That's what I would do and we could do that. But as long as you do it through debt financing, it's impossible. Ideally, roads and bridges should have been taken care of by our states. It wasn't designed in the constitution that the federal government would take care of every bridge and every road. But that isn't the worst type of spending. And I think in the interim, we certainly could. We could cut the spending overseas. But we're going to bring ourselves to our knees. We're going to have a dollar crisis. We're doing exactly what Obama, Osama bin Laden wanted to do, what he did to the Soviets. He's bringing about uh, financial chaos to this country. And we've got to realize excessive spending that is a problem. It's not that we need more government spending. That, to to me, is foolish. I want
13: to ask you the same question I've been asking myself, everybody on the set. I asked Tucker. I asked Pat, I'll ask you. In reality, and forget the, the perfect, your perfect society, mine, or anybody else's, in reality, we're going to lose millions of jobs over the next year or two. In reality, our banks have been mismanaged horribly as a result of both the bankers and the politicians, in my opinion, and we're now dealing with that. What would you do? We, in other words, saying what you don't think should happen that has a value to a point, but in reality today, what do you think the American politicians and bankers ought be doing?
3: I wouldn't pretend that pouring kerosene on. But well, you the started with "I would." Sorry to interrupt you, but I want you to
13: start it with "I would."
3: Okay. What I would do is allow the liquidation of debt to occur. You want the people to spend more money in buying up assets. You want these assets uh, priced in the marketplace so we know what their values are. That's why that first package of but the no uh, one in the market uh, will do that, as you know. I, I Then I there's want no that value too. there. That's a good information. Then there's no value. Why should you dump that on the American taxpayers? That's a strong message that if it's worthless, you don't dump it on I agree, the taxpayers. That's, fact that's why our slump for- is
13: getting worse. What, how do you get this country healthily to, where, to your perfect society, where there's limited taxes and free markets and innovation reigns supreme, and me and Willie are on the beach, you know, getting drinks served to us from robots? But that's not where we are today. How do you well, get you- that? How do you, you have how to have do you good deal good. with the reality of the problems of this country?
3: Well, the reality is you have to liquidate debt and get rid of the malinvestment. If you don't do that, you can't do it. But what you're doing now is you're working on the destruction of the dollar. There's a pretense that you're going to improve things, but you're really going to destroy the dollar. And a financial crisis that we have today is going to be a dollar crisis. I know the risks.
18: Congressman, quick question. Would you be willing to accept unemployment in the double digits, 14 to 15 percent for several years, if in your mind that's what it took? to fix our fiscal house.
3: Well, it's better than 20, but uh, I wouldn't be responsible. The people who created the bubble would be responsible. Go talk, go talk to Greenspan and ask him if he is accepting the responsibility for the 14%. So you can't blame the people who are trying to correct the problems on the unemployment. You've got to blame the people who created the bubble. The people who were delighted with all the okay. billions of dollars they were making in the in the right. last, last decade. And, or and I guess my amazed frustration amazed is I agree with, with,
13: with, well, I agree with a lot of what he says. The frustrating part of this is to try to Figure out the constructive way forward. Right. Identifying the problems, we get back The out.
6: conversation keeps going to with everybody throughout the show. It keeps going back. Backwards.
13: backwards. up. <laughs> and, and we
6: don't the, know how, the, how to. to
13: Obama's ahead. credit, he's trying to move forward, and it's going to be an interesting. The conversation. Congresswoman
6: Congresswoman.
1: Obama's behind. Whoop him! 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 With the Constitution, he is wholly and totally ineligible. He's a criminal. Whoop him! wrong! Whoop him! Whoop him! And whoop him! And whoop him! Dvorak.org slash
2: N-A. Adios, mofo.